did you hear about Alec Baldwin murdering somebody these uh, a couple days ago or yesterday maybe? Yeah. Do you remember that message that he sent to his kid calling her like a pig? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. People tend to gloss over stuff like that about these celebrities being terrible people. Oh, yeah. That was the worst. Like, And then he, he <laughs> was playing like, he had a string of bad instances. He was playing like Fruit Ninja on his phone and they told him to turn his phone off on the airplane and he just like got off the plane. <laughs> How badass is that? He just in, like, was, a, in the most ridiculous way, like I couldn't afford to get off of a plane because of something like that. Yeah, because you know they're not going to like refund your money because you're being an asshole. So it's like you have to just buy a new plane ticket. Like that's it's not. I don't mean badass. I'm being facetious, but it's like, damn, that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, I hear that he it was in mid flight. He just walked out the door. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm the shadow, and he just like <laughs> flies, he just flies away. That's yeah. probably what it was. He probably thought that lady was one of the what were the bad guys in the shadow, like vampire, oriental vampires or something weird like that. <laughs> I don't think you can say oriental. They I hope, were she, wasn't, I they hope were she wasn't. Vampire Asian. rugs. Yeah. If she, was, if she was Asian, then that's going to be a straight up shadow kill. What? Oh man. <laughs> so <laughs> I apparently, don't need to be insensitive. I'm only joking. I know it was just a few days ago she passed away. It's sad because it's like a whole Brandon Lee thing again. Yeah. Um, if you don't know who Brandon Lee is, if you're a younger person that listens to this, he is the son of Bruce Lee. <laughs> he was. He played he played the crow and he got murdered on set similar fashion. Uh why my question is why are they even using bullets in these guns on set? Well, it's so apparently they're those blanks and I don't know. Makes you wonder if it wasn't an accident. But I I did hear that there was some union issue and so they like pushed everybody that's in this union off this set and pulled in ununionized workers uh-huh. be, the people in the union didn't want to do this scene because it was unsafe or something i don't understand but even using blanks i don't understand i don't understand why <clears throat> like it's the it's the future this is the future <laughs> We're no one no one is is checking to make sure like oh man he really got hit with a bullet of some sort I've heard that those squibs that they use really hurt too. Yeah, someone I saw a thing that said the there was a live round in that gun that just got past somebody. Which I don't understand why they're using bullets or just real guns at all in these situations. It seems very old school. What doesn't make sense is she was like a she was part of the crew. She wasn't like she was a a cinematographer. Yeah, so it's was he aiming at the camera? Was he talking with his gun? Like, listen, bitch, like, hold on, Alec. Yeah, you hold on. Pow! Don't worry, it's just Blake, and she just like died. Yeah, <laughs> you want to be in this camera. movie? You're in. You're in. Shoots through the camera. <laughs> uh, we we sound very insensitive. I don't handle things like that very well. Even if it was someone close to me, I would probably joke about it. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't deal with death well at all. It's crazy. <laughs> no. That's a crazy situation. Yeah, I mean, she got killed, and then the director was wounded. So, how many people did he shoot? <clears throat> he was just firing up in the air. Like uh, I I'm said. telling you, man, he had PTSD from his shadow days, and he was just like, Mm-mm. "You guys are looking mighty Asian over there." <laughs> are you sweating? Is it sunny or are you Asian? <laughs> yeah, are you an Asian vampire? Either way, your ass is grass. <laughs> Alec, I think there was a live bullet in one of these guns. I know I put it in there. <laughs> yeah. 
What? I was trying to. I, I'm an actor, man. This is uh, <laughs> you got to do it real. Do it live. Fully, fully immersive. If you can't take a bullet, you don't need to be in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, you knew the risks. Again, that's uh, that is a really dark joke. I'm joking. It, it is sad and it is, it is unfortunate. Uh, I really we need to move on from this topic because it's, it's just a spiral into darker jokes. So uh, let's get this episode started. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what is up? Hello, I am Simon. Uh, things are good. Today was a good day, I gotta say. Yeah, you're balling in the art circuit, man. You're just killing it. I love it. <laughs> I don't know about it sounds like a joke. It sounds like a joke. And I don't mean like you're raking in much cash, but you're, you're, you're <laughs> right, doing a good yeah. job. I'm balling for an artist that lives in a small town. Yeah, I made uh, like $50 today, so that's good. Um, Going in thinking that you wouldn't make any money, so. Nah, man, I knew I was going to make some money. (laughs) I actually made less than I uh, budgeted for. I I just made, uh, I just came out even, actually, so that's cool. Um, That's a win, man. Yeah. Absolutely. So I had a art show today. I sold a couple pieces. I sold three pieces, uh, guns, and then I sold some artwork. <laughs> and so it was a good day. That was fun. It was a good joke. It was. <laughs> it was nice to see people just react to to the work because a lot of people, you know, see that shit on Instagram, but they don't see it in real life. So it's cool. Instagram's to see not real, man. Yeah, Instagram's. It's not. It's part of the matrix. <laughs> Birds aren't real either. <laughs> They're not. So yeah, Simon got to go like full undercover boss mode. He wore a fake black mustache and like a beret, and he was just standing next to his art pieces with a terrible French accent, and was like, "What do you think? What do you think of the artwork?" <laughs> I would pay, I would pay good money to watch. <laughs> Does this tickle your fancy? <laughs> it is good. It's good to see that uh, people received your art well and it wasn't like oh this is a piece of shit and you just stand there like hey man go fuck yourself what's really crazy is people i don't there was somebody there's been two people that have reacted oh well three i guess so that they don't understand what it is like there was that video that nicole posted that lady in vernon that was like those cats aren't real (laughs) like she didn't get (laughs) And I can't remember what other person that I was like, no, they're action figures. But uh, her mom today, my mother-in-law was in there and she was looking and she's like, those paintings are so clear. They're almost like photos. <laughs> I was like, they are. The she's like, yeah. She's like, what? And I'm like, they're photos of toys. It's like, because they can't grasp how Frankenstein can look so real playing a piano. Yeah. So they think it's a painting. I'm like, yeah. woman, you know, I don't paint. <laughs> Oh man, I'm sure she she's happy that you're. She's just like, oh, okay. And did she just walk away after that? She was actually pretty pretty pleasant this time. It's always surprising. You never know <laughs> how it's gonna be. Oh, trust me, man. I have a mother in law. She's exactly like that. I know she doesn't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. What else is, <laughs> what else is going on in your world, man? I got some new figures uh, came in today. I got a good deal on the Splatoon two Figma Splatoon figures that came in today. Ah, the other day, Simon was debating on whether to get uh, LeBron James or those. And you said, <laughs> you're like, I'm probably not going to get either one of them. And 
when I read that, I was like, he's going to get one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sat there and I'll toss it up in my head. Like, what can I use these for? It can't be just one photo. And I thought about yep. it. And LeBron James, yeah, I could do a bunch of basketball photos. And that's all fun and get fun. Hey, LeBron James is a hero. But I also don't care about LeBron James. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care about basketball. Um, so, yeah, I went for them. That was the best discount. Yeah. Um, and I got a horse. I finally got a horse. A well, my horse. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be like a these nuts joke. Nope. Anytime you talk <laughs> about Figma, it just sounds like it's going to be one of those. <laughs> Figma balls. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds like it's going to be one of those. So I never know if it's like a real thing or not. I think you're just trying to get me so I don't ever answer. Yeah. So get this yeah. Figma figure. I'm like, nah, not today, buddy. <laughs> uh, and then tomorrow um i sold i got a new lens as part of the grant thing that i was uh that i got uh so i sold my old lens gave me a little extra cash and i found a neca mr miyagi and i bought a hasbro Fortnite character because okay. it, uh the cat already it's the dark mouses mouses but he comes with like this weight bench and everything so it was really about the accessories for me on that one nice yep i'm a nerd <laughs> Let's get into the news. This is Trending Topics, where, as you guessed it, we talk about the trending topics mm -hmm. just in the nerd world. And we're not going to talk about Alec Baldwin and his murder streak. <laughs> Someone's going to get really really killed next. <laughs> He's a vet. Alec Baldwin is the Zodiac killer. He's going to unfollow us. I, I do. I, I'm, I apologize a lot in the cold open. I'm going to apologize again because it seems like someone would get offended by it. And we don't want to be super insensitive, just mildly insensitive. So yeah, I don't just. I mean, I feel pain, but not like a lot. Yeah, I don't cut myself or anything. Yeah, I use <laughs> Sensodyne, but not too much. <laughs> all right, so Disney announced changes to its entire slate of 2022 movies, with all of them shifting down one release slot. <laughs> this includes all currently planned Marvel Studios projects. So far, mm. the shift is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is moving from March 25th, 2022 to May 6th. Mm. Thor Love and Thunder is pushed back from May to July. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Black actor. <laughs> Our king uh, <laughs> is, from no is pushed from is pushed to November. For, uh, it was supposed to be in July. The Marvels was supposed to come out in February. It's now coming out in November. Wait, no. The Marvels was supposed to come out in November. <laughs> now it's coming out February 2023. It's literally written in that order. <laughs> well, no, well, because the Black Panther one, I had it written backwards. I put oh, Black Panther okay. moves to <laughs> November from its original July. I thought, I thought that I just kept that going, but obviously I wanted to huh. screw future Lex over. The Marvels <laughs> was supposed to come out in November 2022. Now it's coming out February 2023. That's crazy. I thought, they are, I thought they already started filming it. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, was supposed to come out in the beginning, let's say January 2023, and now it's going to come out July 28th. Two Marvel movies were completely removed from the schedule. Those spots were July 28th, which was an unannounced movie in October 6th, another unannounced movie, both 2023. Oh, you know what those are? Mephisto and uh, yeah, Blackheart. The, the Clone Saga. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> a third Marvel movie, which was set to release November 10th, 2023, 
has now been moved up to November 3rd, 2023. I mean, all the speculation stuff is, or this isn't speculation, all these things happen, but like there's movies that we don't even know about that they're working on. I think it's, it's exciting, but it's also just like, thanks for the update. <clears throat> I really don't like when they release any of that information that far in advance. Yeah, it's like, we don't even know what, why even say a movie that we're not going to tell you about was supposed to come out November 10th, now it's November 3rd. You still don't know what it is. Well, it's I mean, basically it, not real. I could do that for the rest of our lives. Yeah, they they set up. It's, it's a cult. They move the they move the goalpost, but um, it, they do. I mean, it, they set themselves up for failure there by by announcing it at all. And they know if they don't update, somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, you know what that is? That's probably the third Black Panther movie because they don't like black people." <laughs> It's true, man. They don't. Kevin Feige doesn't like black people. What, I remember Kanye West said that about <laughs> I Jordan talked Poole. about I actually said <laughs> quoted that earlier today. <laughs> man, we're two minds. <clears throat> one, one mind, two bodies. Mm-hmm. It's exciting stuff, man. Also, the Fantastic Four and the rumored Nova movie are reportedly both to begin production in 2023. So that's exciting. I'm sure that, that means next year we'll be getting a cast from Fantastic Four. It's John Hamm. That's the thing. No, probably not. I, but I'd like. I hope that it's John Leguizamo as Mister Fantastic, and <laughs> Katie Couric as the Invisible Woman. That would be Al good. Roker That's a good guess. Al Roker as the thing. <laughs> now, now and, we're going to talk about what's happening in your neck of the woods, <laughs> and um, John Cena as the Human Torch. <laughs> All good my, casting. That's my perfect cast. Or mm-hmm. just do just do the cast of Always Sunny in Philadelphia and make Danny DeVito <laughs> the thing. He's so short. I'm, I'm the shortest thing. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's just like so way shorter than everybody. He rolls in the ball and they just bowl him around. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The Eternals. We didn't get flown out to the premiere, but they premiered it pretty early. Like two come weeks on, before Marvel's the movie even came out. hell, man? I'm like, man, come on, Kev. Fly us out, bro. <laughs> We're big the first fans. reactions, the first reaction to the Eternals was pretty positive. They, a lot of people said it was ambitious. Obviously, it's going to be the same thing they always say with these early previews. It's the it's changing the game for the Marvel universe. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be the same old thing. They don't stray too far from it, and I'm excited to see it. Mainly because the same thing with you know a lot of people had going into Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know too much about the Eternals. I know like all the general stuff, but. I haven't read an Eternals book in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know really anything. What do you think? Well, I mean, again, I'm excited to see it. And I hope that I do have the same kind of feeling that I got during Guardians because that was such an unknown thing to me. And yeah. I feel like they did it completely different than the actual comics. So, yeah, they really did. Like Star Lord's not, he was like a soldier, soldier at first before they did the complete Chris, not Chris Evans, Chris Pratt Pratt thing. And just kind of let him create his own character. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They also, uh, it was a big deal. The end credit scene got spoiled like hard the next day after the big premiere. Damn. And it wasn't, it wasn't by it. What's the weird thing about that is it wasn't by like a random person that saw the screening or like some random person that reviews movies it was variety like the variety's twitter handle 
straight up in the in the title of their link was the whole like what it was. It was like this character is playing this character in the end credit scene of Eternals, and it's like you can't not see that if it's like people mm-hmm. are sharing it and whatever. You know, it's not like hidden. Like a lot of times, it'll be like, guess who showed up at the end of Eternals or whatever. Then you have to click it if you want. It was like straight up, this person is this person, <laughs> and so. Damn. That was pretty crazy. I, I really think that with those early screenings of those movies, they should just not play the end credit yeah. scene. Like, that's just the thing that they keep until, like, hey, go see the movie again and go pay for it this time. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, you get the whole movie. You can go back and watch it to get the end credit scene with everyone else. Make people sign a fucking NDA. <laughs> they probably, I, now, see, what I've heard from people that go to, to people that I've talked to that have gone to them, they do. So that's why, for me, it feels like Maybe Marvel and Disney feel like the hype isn't enough for this movie. And so they totally gave the okay. Because Variety is a big publication. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still up to this day. Like, they're usually pretty quick about taking the shit down. So it just feels like it's all sort of orchestrated. I can see that. And it was a name that it's like a buzzword name. Like, not the character, but the actor. So we'll see. Spoiler alerts, guys, coming in right now. It is the coach from Rocky. <laughs> He's playing Pip the Troll. Pip the Troll. And Eternals. That'd be actually pretty dope. Even I think that guy's dead, though. Yeah. Save some of that R- for the sequel. R.I.P. <laughs> Y'all remember that yeah, Lipton's I, commercial? I don't. Speaking of Captain Marvel, that's what we were talking about a second ago. Not the best segue, but Captain Marvel... Two director Nia DaCosta says a lot of work has gone into balancing Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Monica Rambeau's roles in the sequel. I also saw a, an article earlier this week that Disney was not pleased with the reception of Captain Marvel, the first one, which it doesn't have a great rep, but it's also like intense, like alpha bros on the internet that are like, we hate her. But it's well, just, it's more of that than the positive. You know what I mean? Right. They're just the louder people. It sucks that that's the case. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, the movie was, I wouldn't say subpar, but it was like, whatever. Wasn't super memorable. I think it's just a placement. It came out at a weird time. Like it came out, did it come out in between Infinity War and Endgame? Or did it come out before, right before Infinity War? Right before Infinity War, I believe. Yeah. That's terrible. And like we knew about Infinity War. No, it did come... I think it did come out after. I think it came out in between. Yeah, yeah. Which is even worse. <laughs> like, Peter Parker dies, and then we watch Carol Danvers from the 90s mm-hmm. go to outer space to fight handsome, evil Jude Law. Like, that movie was just okay. And it's really because like, if it came out like now, where we haven't got a movie in two years, oh, the movie would be a hit just because we mm-hmm. haven't seen anything. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Black Widow, Black Widow wasn't that well received, and it was pretty good. Yeah, well, I think they did too many weird changes, like the scrolls just being good guys, basically. Yeah, not a yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. That was a big change, and in Black Widow, like changing Taskmaster's whole story to where they're not an interesting character; they're just a slave. Yeah, but that doesn't talk. That's the thing. Like Taskmaster was such a vocal and sarcastic character, and now you just have this fighting robot. Just make it a robot. Mm-hmm. Just make it a Black Widow robot. And say, hey, instead of using Black Widows anymore, we're going to use robots. The end. Here's the Black Widow bot 3000. Just do the RoboCop. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. do, just do RoboCop with Black Widow. I think it'll be more well received. 
I don't know. I don't make movies, man. I'm poor. Yeah. Well, I think that's a response. Like them putting Miss Marvel and Monica Rambeau in there and sort of making it like a mixture of like diversity. They're doing the diversity play. They're doing like, I'm not trying to sound like one of those alpha bros, but I'm saying they're doing a lot of things that work typically to sort of like help, which they, which is not, I don't think it's a, they just had to make a decent movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to, they don't have to do all these extra things, but whatever. I'm not saying that it, 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 these are bad choices. I'm just saying that's what it feels like. It feels like they're adding these characters in to sort of like, maybe they're not impressed with Brie Larson. I know I am. Yeah, I'll, she could impress all over my face. Yeah, she could just not act, and then she could she could have talked the entire movie. And I would have been like, "This movie's great." <laughs> Speaking of Nia DaCosta, the director of Captain Marvel two, she thinks that the snap is all Captain America's fault in Infinity War. Have you heard this? I haven't. Uh, she said, "There's a world in which he's a villain because at the end of the day, he should have just sacrificed Vision." And so because Captain America was very adamant about, you know, no man left behind, which is he's a soldier that makes sense and treating vision as an actual person because he is like whether he's flesh and blood, you know, he's still like sentient. Uh, it all it goes all to his character. So I don't understand where she's coming from. Like, sh- fuck, he should have just let him die. That's weird. yeah. I mean, yeah, he should have. But also like. He works with magic and aliens and geniuses that create Ultron and shit like that. It's like so, it's not that far fetched that he's like, "Oh, hey, we can figure this out." We also we're going to Wakanda, which is like fucking a magical place. <laughs> they can just do anything there. But even Vision was like, "I think we need to sacrifice myself." You know? Yeah. But how do you do that? Like, how you know if you're a team that just got the team? Well, no, they weren't together then. And Infinity where they were still broken apart. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he should have killed yeah. Vision, man, but... Mainly because Vision died at the end anyways. Yeah, right. Twice. Twice. Right, damn. Yeah. He died, came back to life, only to die again. Sucks. Fucking Cap, you are a villain, you, you piece of shit. Piece of shit. I'm just kidding. Cap was right. I'm always going to side with Cap unless it's Civil War, then I'm not going to side with him because he was wrong. Daredevil star Charlie Cox says, <laughs> Daredevil star Charlie Cox says that if there was an opportunity for him to return as, in the role of Daredevil, it would be a reimagining of the character, and the Netflix show would sort of be kind of fizzled out. He also said something along the lines saying that they would try something like completely brand new with the story, which is the same thing. I don't know why he made two different quotes. For me, all that says is like, yeah, he's going to be in the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Basically, we all know that they're going to do a re. Of course, they're not going to bring the Netflix shows in because then they would have to bring everybody in. And Cottonmouth is fucking Blade. <laughs> in a few yeah. years. So, uh, I loved Charlie Cox's Daredevil. I, I I love that show so much, and I feel like and this is not crapping on any of the other Netflix shows, but I feel like the other Netflix shows weighed it down. Uh, yes. Yeah. So the first part of season one of Luke Cage was great. Now see, and that, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I liked Luke Cage season one and two. I did. I liked all, all of Jessica Jones. Yeah. Well, I liked the first season of Jessica Jones. I even liked the weird se- second season with her mom, just because it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, this isn't terrible. It's not as good as season one, but you know, you have hopes on that it will go up if they did a season three. Iron Fist. I, I wanted to like. I did. I really wanted to like it. 
I did. <laughs> yeah, it's no good. So you were saying you like season half, first half of? Oh well, I was just saying, yeah. Luke Daredevil Cage. is the is the cream of the crip. Uh, yeah, it is. It was the best one by far. Creme de la creme, as French Simon would say. Creme de la creme. Yeah, I just feel like the the rest of those shows sort of weighted down. Like he was carrying that whole Netflix franchise on his back because I like Punisher season one, season two was sort of like. I haven't watched the whole season of that. I don't. I don't think I finished season two because I can't. I couldn't get over Jigsaw being magically healed to be handsome again. Got. I mean, somebody's got to sell it. Someone's got to be handsome. It's not gonna be Jonathan. Bur- I know you don't like Brenthal, so actually seeing him. So he was on a Hot Ones thing, and seeing him actually just speak and be a normal person, I was like, okay, talk, <laughs> talk and be relatively pleasant as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Instead of doing that weird <laughs> shit. Yeah, he'd talk like that in Walking Dead and in <laughs> Punisher. Yeah, no thanks. Something that probably the most interesting news for myself uh, this past week is Marvel Studios is reportedly developing a new solo Hulk movie, which is big on its own. I'm excited about it. That's all. Just period. Don't even talk about anything else. This is where it gets wonky for me. Is apparently based on the World War Hulk comic series. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you've read World War Hulk in its entirety. I know you're familiar with it. Oh, yeah. No, I read it. Yeah, but, it, yeah, but it's a, this massive event that touches every inch of the Marvel Universe. And like, there's a tie-in to where he goes to the X-Mansion and kicks the shit out of all of the X-Men. He beats the shit out of Doctor... He, he legitimately just goes down the Wikipedia page of Marvel characters and beats the shit out of all of them in different ways. Right. Well, I mean, like, when he breaks uh, Doctor Strange's hands, that one's... Yeah. Oh, it's so good. He, like, uh, turns back into Bruce Banner and he's, like, crying and he's like, don't worry, Bruce, we'll we'll figure it out. And he's like, nah, motherfucker, we, we are the same person. I am the Hulk. The Hulk is me. And he turns back to the Hulk and fucking breaks his hands. I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, that's a Hulk story, man. Yeah, that was the that was my favorite. That's about the only time that I really really enjoyed the Hulk. Playing the Hulk was good too. I mean, those two. I mean, they 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 go hand in hand mm-hmm. uh, because it, I mean, it's the basically the sequel to that. Uh, but it is the best Hulk story I've ever read, and I'm a Hulk, I'm a Hulk fan. But that scares me when you do like Mark Ruffalo MCU version of Hulk, World War Hulk, because yes, we got Light Planet Hulk and Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more of like feeling his anger of coming back to the the Earth, which he's already on, and hating everybody. Like the whole point of World War Hulk is that the Illuminati, which we don't have established, even though they say that we're about to get them, but I don't understand because half of those characters don't exist in the Marvel Universe MCU, and some are but, dead. <laughs> yeah, and some are dead. So I don't I don't know what they're going to do with that and. But they send him to a different planet and they want him to be on a planet that's just like animals and stuff that he can punch and be happy. But he gets trapped in a wormhole, ends up on this guardi- this uh, gladiator planet. Big story. Falls in love. All these people get killed. And he has this just rage to yeah. just like, you know what? You guys sent me here. I was pissed about that. But then I fell in love. I toppled this government. I became the king. My wife was pregnant, and you killed my wife, my kid. You killed everybody. Me and Bruce Banner were at peace. Like, we were all happy. And then the same ship that you sent us on 
it seemed like it was rigged to explode mm-hmm. and it fucking exploded later on you find out that it wasn't but uh he's just like okay well now i'm gonna come to earth and i'm gonna kill all of you guys and it was just so good man and it was so well written and uh I just, I just don't know how how do you translate that to to the movies the, yeah i could see like a I could see the Planet Hulk thing because they could talk about his time he on the car. Yeah. yeah, he could have got someone pregnant there. It could have been a thing, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um I'm going deep diving with it because I, I say you do something weird. Time travel's already introduced. Quantumania and multiverse is a thing. You can do a Hulk you can do a Hulk that stayed on Sakar, became the king. And you could do a Hulk, that Hulk coming into the main MCU. And then Mark Ruffalo, his Hulk having to fight this World War Hulk, World Breaker Hulk. Mm. I think that would be cool. I don't know about a whole Hulk movie based off of that. Because I feel like by the time that's so far out, by the time that comes out, unless they introduce World Breaker Hulk in this multiverse era, that should be solved by then. Or like a maestro thing. Like maybe they do uh, Future and Perfect mixed with world war hulk and then it's that's a similar thing like regular hulk has to fight maestro yeah in the future like he goes to the future to fight maestro maybe that's the thing that they do and they just call it world war hulk because they talk about his time on sakar and what if he stayed there you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's really the only way i can see it working because it's so it's so hatred filled like all the world war hulk and you can tell it's like a hulk that is focused and unleashed he beats the shit out of black bolt yeah when he he like that's a great great moment. One of my that, that's a cool scene. Yeah, when he just whispers uh, and then he finally yells or whatever, and it's and he, and he says he says I didn't come here for that. I want to hear you scream. Yeah, and I'm just like what? Black Bolt is known for shattering things with a whisper. That's just oh, so many cool moments like that. There's one where and I don't want to go on a tangent because it's like I'm fangirling over this, <laughs> but. And the tie and I don't usually buy tie-ins for big events, but I bought everything for this one except for like gamma core and like weird books that they were trying to just sell off off the name world of hulk but when he fights the x-men specifically he fights all of the x-men and him and wolverine are this thing they always are this thing which i always think is weird because wolverine's so small and hulk so big but i think that's part of the appeal uh, he does this thing well wolverine's you know the wolverine he has marvel plot armor even though he has all the superpowers they're fighting. And he's like, we do this dance all the time. And he's like, uh, yes, we do. I'm not going to do that with you right now. And so he grabs him by the neck and he punches his head. And <laughs> he's, he's just like, I got animantium. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do that. And he's like, yeah, but I can punch you. So I could, he was like, you have an animantium skull, but your brain is still in there. Mm. So if I'm punching you as hard as I can, your brain is just getting sloshed around <laughs> inside your animantium skull. And then he just starts wailing on him full force. And then, you see Wolverine just like <laughs> freaking melted face and just like, yeah, you're right. I'm <laughs> Which is, you never think about, but it's just, it's really, it's really smart. Like, why doesn't he do that in general? You see him ripping him in half and all this other cool shit, but like just punch him as hard as you can in the head. I think if I would, it would be interesting to see him punch him straight down to where his head just like pumps in his <laughs> chest. <laughs> that would be cool. I always think like Wolverine, in my opinion, uh, Namor should be able to beat Wolverine because Wolverine should drown in the water. That should be Wolverine's weakness. Well, the if he can host. heal constantly, what's does he just continuously die and revive underwater? Yeah, I think so. I think so. There was one time that he got completely burned, like incinerated, like his whole body was 
gone, but he regenerated from that. Mm-hmm. And it just like it just kept hap- happening. What wasn't there? I'm think maybe I'm thinking of Dragon Ball Z. Wasn't there in the Ultimate uh, Universe where he was just a cell and he came back from that? Yeah, and Ultimate Wolverine was way his healing factor was insane, and, and his his bones weren't as like unbreakable mm-hmm. in the sense of like because you know Hulk rips him in half and he climbs to the, the top of the mountain half body and then reconnects with his legs. And then at one point he gets his head chopped off and he's on a table talking to Nick Fury. So it's like, it's more of like Wolverine's cells are individually alive mm-hmm. rather than like, you know, his healing factor. That was a way long tangent. I'm sorry, guys. I hope you, <laughs> I hope you like the like Hulk and Wolverine. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's blaze. We don't have a lot of trending topic after that. We have um, the first trailer for the Uncharted movie came out. It's not comic books, nerd related though. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Um, what did you think? Uh, once again, not my favorite actor <laughs> for, yeah, I just, I mean, it, it, it looks good yeah. otherwise, but I don't really care. I just don't, he's so blank, you know, even as Peter yeah. Parker, he's so template, 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 white guy. Yeah. I think that's why he gets that role because he's just like a plain white guy. Yeah. And maybe it's his, maybe going from English accent to American accent. It sounds really dull. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, maybe his English accent or maybe his American accent isn't that good. Huh. But it looks okay. I'll go. I'll watch it. I like Uncharted. So I love Uncharted, and which is weird because I don't really like shooting games, but it is a little different. Yeah, but he it, it definitely has the feel of Uncharted, like everything in it, besides his face. Mm-hmm. Like if it would have, and I know I don't want to be these people that like fan cast these characters and. You can't get over your own fan cast, but like <laughs> Nathan Fillion in that trailer. Oh, well, have you seen the the fan film where he was Nathan Drake? It's so good, and that's why I think it's so hard for me to unsee it. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he's always been that character. People have been he wanting is him that forever. character. Yeah, I'm like he doesn't even play the voice of that character, and he is that character for sure. Like when I play it, I hear him, and I know it's not him. I know it's that uh, that guy. That guy, yep. He's a I, famous... I, I uh, can't think of who you're talking about. Game of Peter North? Is that who does that one? That's <laughs> yes. porn star. Yeah, yeah it's that's Peter a, North. That's porn star. He does multiple projects. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I said in my head, I was like, no, that's a porn star, but fucking say it. Um yeah, I don't know who it is, but Nathan Fillion and then fucking Mark Wahlberg. It is North though. His last name is North, I believe. It's hard for me to to see Mark Wahlberg, and I've been I've seen a lot of skits on like TikTok and stuff where it's like, "How's your um, mother?" <laughs> well, it's like they're talking about them interviewing Mark Wahlberg, and he's like, "I don't even play video games," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this and this and this," and he's like, "I don't even know anything about Naughty Dog," and they're like, "Well, we promised there's gonna be no black people in this movie," and he's like, "All right, I'm in." <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> nothing else about the movie. <laughs> So many good skits. Mark Wahlberg, I feel like, is an easy layup for like making fun of because mm-hmm. he's so silly. But he's like a hardcore, intense dude. He wakes up at like four thirty and works out for fucking three hours. Takes a skit. Like he does like an insane routine. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Fuck him. Uh, 
<laughs> Last but not least, Batman, Batwoman, whoa, yikes. Batwoman actress Ruby Rose has recently released this super long statement accusing WBTV and the CW about these terrible work conditions. Apparently she got hurt on set and she had to go to surgery and they were like, hey, we hope your surgery went well. We need you back on set in 10 days. And it's like, uh, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, no, thanks. And Batwoman was the only show that was scheduled to continue to work all through COVID. Then everybody else shut down, like Supergirl and all the shows that were actually making money. But they're like, hey, motherfucker, we ain't making money. We, we don't have the Arrow money yet. We can't shut down production. Damn. <laughs> this is Batwoman. People don't want to watch this anyways. Yeah, people are totally <laughs> not got, into this show. We got to keep working. That's how we win. We give them a show during COVID. Uh, mm. But yeah, apparently they were just like hardcore like that and uh, very hard to work with. They did have people that worked for WB, like not uh, executives that came out and said that Ruby Rose herself was kind of a shit to work with. So it's sort of like a, I feel like the story's in between there. Oh, she was just, that show is so stupid. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, people get mistreated, like that sucks, but also like she probably got paid millions of dollars. So it's like a thing. It's like, it's like one of those things. It's like, Yes, it's it's inhumane <laughs> to treat people bad, but she also still got paid. And then she was also probably sort of a diva. So there's like a story in there. There's a I don't, the, I don't care about it. I can't think of the show. There's <laughs> they're talking about this. I don't, I can't remember. This is a terrible reference, but I just remember like yeah, and he made a thousand dollars. Like it's not. <laughs> it's a story about someone getting rich or something, and it was a bunch of bumpkins. Anyway, bad. I wish I knew what that was from. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's all I got for trending topics. You got anything, Simon? Anything cool coming out that you want to see? Nah, dog. Um, honestly, I'm excited to see Spider-Man. I'm ready to get that passed. But, I mean, I guess. Did you watch um, Dune? I haven't yet, but I probably will. Is that long? Oh, it's real long. I figured it would be the original I mean, the book. long. Have you read the, you're, are you reading the book? Have you read the book? Well, I don't read. Come on now. You you read more than you read fucking Dark Tower. <laughs> You're a fucking nerd that reads if you've read Dark Tower. I read it twice. Um, yeah, exactly. Nerd. And I think you read The Hobbit too. That's real nerdy, bro. I did finally read The Hobbit. It was required reading when we were kids. I had to read it eventually. I know. I'm just saying. Nerd. You read. I haven't read Dune. It looks like one of those things. Like uh, I tried to read the game of thrones series like the whatever and see okay i've read game of thrones i've read all of them uh i started dune three times it's a and it, i know people think it's like great literature and i'm not saying it's bad but it's one of those ones that you you, you have to get into mm -hmm. you know i mean like you have to get into a book where it hooks you to where like now you want to read it other than that it just other if you don't get into it like that then it's just like Ugh, okay, now I'm sitting down and now I'm going to try to read Dune. It's just like it becomes sort of like a task rather than like yeah. enjoyable. Which right. I'm sure it's probably how Hobbit was for you until you actually got into it. Like once you get into Hobbit, it's a good read. I've read The Hobbit. I like The Hobbit. <laughs> Are you convincing me or yourself? What? You like The Hobbit? It's just like, <laughs> it's like propped up right there. Read me. <laughs> uh, yeah, The Hobbit wasn't so hard to get into, but the I don't know. I, I did think about reading Dune or getting it on audiobook or something, but... Oof. And apparently this movie is two and a half hours long, maybe more, and 
it ends like in the middle of the book or like the first act of the book. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, the first one, the old one, I haven't seen in, in 15, 20 years, but it was long. I, that's weird. what I always heard that it was really long. Long and weird. It's a weird movie, man. They don't look that good. That's the thing. Even this movie doesn't look that good. <laughs> I heard it wasn't. And, you know, some people have the the misconception of like it's going to be like this Star Wars space opera, but it's not that at all. Uh, very, even though the trailers are like propping up, uh, you know, these battles and stuff, I think it's like very low yeah. action scenes. I think that's what you get. And they're also like promoting Zendaya a lot in the trailers and stuff. I've heard she's only in this two and a half hour plus movie for seven minutes. Hmm. <laughs> so it's like all the people that are going to see this movie because it's like this Zendaya think piece and she's like not in it. <laughs> so. Some people have been mad about that, but it's just like, who cares? She got paid millions of dollars, man. She's okay. Yeah. I like how everyone is making millions of dollars. (laughs) Like everyone you mentioned, they're making millions. You don't think they are, man? Ah, man, they're making hundreds of thousands, maybe. For Dune, she's not making, she didn't get, Zendaya didn't get paid millions of dollars. Nah, dog. Man, we're going to look this up. We will see you guys in a second. We're going to listen to some ads. I'm going to look up Zendaya, what she got paid. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find and it will really help out the show. Welcome back and thank you for listening to those ads. As usual, if you didn't, Simon and I will never know, but it will hurt <laughs> our feelings if we ever find out. So uh, just say you did. Yeah, just keep it to yourself. Yeah, don't tell anybody you didn't. <laughs> I didn't listen to those ads, fucking idiots. Yeah, these bastards think I think they know. <laughs> This is the section of the podcast where we review a trade. Some people call it a trade review. Buy, sell. <laughs> and this week, we are ending the spoopy month with <laughs> a classic. And I say classic. It came out. It hurts my feelings to say classic because Simon and I graduated high school when this book came out. Uh, Marvel Zombies. The first one. Apparently, we've learned that they Marvel really milks the shit out of this one. They went uh, one, two, three, four, five, Resurrection, Halloween, Christmas, um, <laughs> the the pumpkin patch. They went New Year's special. They went real crazy with <laughs> with all <laughs> of the uh, the. I re- okay, so I remember I collected all of one. I collected all of two. That story stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, continued over into like Black Panther and and those people mixing with uh, the what spoiler alert but like the cosmic zombies that were going around pillaging throughout the universe. But then I collected three because the main character was Machine Man and I love I just like I know I say I love a lot of characters <laughs> any obscure character. I love. I love obscure characters. So it's just like a general blanket, like triathlon. People are like, who the fuck is triathlon? I love triathlon because I love characters that people will say they don't fucking know, and that's not real. That Those are my characters. I don't know if I know who Machine Man is. 
Machine. No. Oh, you you'd love him. He's right up your alley. Machine Man. <laughs> he's X fifty. His name is X fifty one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This he looks like a. Um, he's purple. Yeah, he looks like a a character from um, He Man. Yeah, great character. Silly, uh, and, and it makes sense for him to be in that sort of zombie alive in that zombie world because he is a machine man. He's not a zombie, so it, it makes sense for him to like. And his girlfriend at the time is Jocasta. It makes sense for them to be alive mm-hmm. in this world because they're not fucking zombies. It makes it, there should be a whole, now that you think about it, there should be a whole race of like Ultron and all these people that are still alive. <laughs> these right. sentient robots. They should honestly just wipe out all the zombies and live life in fucking robot land. Robot land. That needs to be the zombie story we need to write. There you go. It's like, Skynet meets Walking Dead, and then they're just like, "Oh, you guys killed yourselves." The <laughs> end. <laughs> Issue three. <laughs> it's dum, over. Dum, it's over. You can bite me all you want. We'll just we'll use your. <laughs> they're just gnawing <laughs> on them. <laughs> we'll use your zombie bodies for energy. <laughs> what is that? I'm trying to think of something where they're that somebody's trying to attack somebody else. I feel like I know these references, but I can't figure out where they came from. And sometimes but, you make them up. But maybe but he's like gnawing, like, and it's just like not caring at all because he can't hurt him. I don't know. I think you made that one up. I like it. It was a real thing. Don't make, don't gaslight me. If you, that's the second time someone said I was gaslighting this week. If you, I had to look it up the first time. <laughs> not that I didn't know what gaslighting me, but I was like, is this real? Am I doing that? And I was. Sorry. Hate to be one of those guys, but uh, it's comic books, man. It's just not real. It ain't real. <laughs> I can't gaslight you about something that ain't real, man. Shit's not real. I don't want to go on a tangent on that, but you can go to my TikTok if you want to see that whole rant that I went on. <laughs> Marvel Zombies, the first one was written by Robert Kirkman. It was good. There is a reason why they made so many of them. It was really, really good. They have these books like JLA came out with JL Apes. They do these alternate oh, books. Yeah, yeah. They try to like make these things, but this one I feel like really stuck. And, and it mm-hmm. was it's silly, it's sort of dark, and, and you I mean it's one of those what if stories that like kids make up like oh man what if all the characters were zombies, and uh, I mean it's just the first one really worked. The second one worked too because it's it's just a continuation of the story, and but then it just sort of gets sort of wild. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts about it when you when you read it? Did you read you read it back in the day? I assume you were more of a comic book collector back yeah, then. Yeah, I remember it was really just the influence of you and and Webb. But um, yeah, I remember liking it. But I zombie things are always so sad to me because especially these because they still have sentience. Yeah, like a hundred percent. I mean, like not even a little bit of faltering. Like, and we'll talk about it. But like, some of them are like, "Damn, this sucks." Some Very. of them are like, yeah, I know this is bad, but I like it. And some of them are just, it's just like, it's weird to watch the dynamic of them lose their humanity. If you, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. I mean, they're all, even the ones that do feel bad, they're all terrible people in this. It's crazy. Yeah. They're all just so bad. Um, but yeah, I remember liking it and, and being like, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was in the middle of that zombie boom. And of course, they had Robert Kirkman come over and do it because he was doing Walking Dead, just blew the Mm -hmm. zombie. But Walking Dead really started that zombie craze. And I know 
yes, I know. Before we get comments about like Night of the Living Dead and all, yes, zombie craze has been around for years. But you're like an idiot. A real blow up. You're <laughs> an idiot if you think The Walking Dead wasn't the reason for like the boom of zombie like fandom. Because those mm-hmm. first couple seasons of Walking Dead, every I watched it. I know you. Everybody watched it. No, there's no one. You're a liar if you're into like weird sh- or like nerdy stuff. If you didn't watch Walking Dead, you're a liar. Yeah. Now, maybe you didn't make it to season nine, like me. <laughs> maybe you maybe you tapped out early because it did get sort of like redundant. But that Walking Dead in the book is good. I followed the book all the way until the very abrupt end, which I've talked about on this show before. How I was pissed off about it. Because it was just like an announcement on like a tweet. Robert Kirker put out like, hey, next month is the last issue of Walking Dead ever. I'm like, what? We're in the we're in the middle of a story. Spoiler alert, Rick just got shot. <laughs> like that's like the big reveal in 145 was Rick gets shot. And then then it's like a big deal because in the you know Rick dies in the show, but in the book Rick finally gets shot and like it's about to yeah. die, and then Robert Kirkman like next issue's last issue, right. like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm tired of this shit. This yeah. shit I've been doing this for 15 years. <laughs> like, I don't want to continue. I don't want to continue this anymore, man. I'm getting that invincible money, dog. What else could have happened? You know, what else is going to happen in this society? Yeah. yeah. Carl grows up with one eye. Carl. 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 <laughs> well, and I'm gonna. I wish that I could just like. I wish I was a better audio engineer. I could just snip in like the Carl. Carl. The <laughs> I love that meme. Uh, me too. We're just like crying in this face. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, the it's making the bad joke. It's right after his wife dies. Yeah. <laughs> sidebar on sidebar on sidebar. What? That's the best way to start an episode where we're reviewing books. Sidebars. Sidebar. We wanted. We also wanted to end Spoopy Month with Marvel Zombies because we shat on the Marvel uh, Marvel Zombies episode of What If. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't good. It wasn't. It didn't live up to was, this at all. Well, it was like a it was like a name thing. Like yeah. they were going to get them with this. Almost the same Zombies. as like Civil War. Almost as almost like Days of Future Past, which I've learned <laughs> that is some people's favorite X Men movie. It's one of the better ones. <laughs> oh, Simon, it's oh. not good. I'm saying it's Simon. one of the better ones. <laughs> I love you. You're my actual actual brother. You're an actual family. But uh, I will never talk to you again. <laughs> Last yeah. episode, Robert Kirkman style. Next episode of the podcast is the last episode ever. <laughs> solo session. And it's a solo round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing is, like, uh, someone put out, a t- and people listening to this are going to be like, man, these guys are never going to review this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good. Bye. Uh, well, we talked about it. We've read this before a ton of times, actually. And so it's going to be, and it was a quick read. So it's going to be a quick review. I always say that, and it's never a quick review. But. <laughs> My thing is, like, someone tweeted out the other day, like, one of those retweetable things, like, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? And I have been doing, like, movie reviews on this app called Letterboxd lately, and I have the 
uh, worst comic book movie list. You can put a list in like ranks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I have the worst comic book movies list, and it's just the X Men. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even and seen so I, all of them. I've seen all of them. Yeah. Oh. Which is which is which is which is uh, bad against me because I've seen all of them in theaters except for New Mutants. Mm, yeah. But I've seen all of them opening weekend in theaters. Uh, which is again is bad on my part, but whatever. At least I'm at least I'm supporting it before I shit on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Stealing uh, it and then shitting on it. I don't put I didn't put Logan on there, and I didn't put any of the Deadpool movies because I don't I don't really feel like they count. Some people put them on there, but I, I feel like I don't really feel like they count. They're not X Men because they only have <laughs> one X Man. Yeah, and X Ladies. Um, so I didn't put those on there, but the rest of them are on there. And obviously, I know what that's going to do on the internet. I know it's going to, it's like a retweetable thing. People, and it's like a reaction thing. People are going to be like, oh man, I can't believe you don't, you don't even like first class. And I'm like, no, I don't. And it's like, man, I really, I don't know how if I can still respect you if you don't like uh, Days of Future Past. I'm like, dude, if you don't, if that's your line of respect, (laughs) see you later, buddy. (laughs) Like, that's a bad movie. It just is. If it's like the better of bad movies, then oh yeah, it's, it's still, still bad. bad. Yeah, it's still yeah, it's bad. Still bad. Uh, X Men First Class was enjoyable, but when I watched it the second time, I was like, mm, "Yeah, nah, dog." Emma Frost doesn't talk; <laughs> she's just hot in it. Kevin Bacon talks the most. <laughs> Darwin dies from an explosion inside. He his power, his his one power. <laughs> We're getting off on a tangent here. This is it. This is all I'm going to say. Is his one power is to survive. <laughs> survive. <laughs> and he dies. And he's black. That's probably why. Yeah, black is. actors, man. That's it. Black actors kill them all. Everybody else <laughs> is white. They lived. Kevin Bacon killing another black guy. Not that, I don't know if he's ever done that before. <laughs> Seven degrees of murdering black people. Alec Baldwin style, baby. Oh. Um, <laughs> we're gonna. This is the. If we get canceled, this is the episode. Canceled. Too many. Too many. Yeah. I mean, we'll still listen to each other. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm gonna cut this dead air out. I, I didn't have the issue pulled up like I thought I did. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was trying to pull it up. I had the episode up, so I'm going to cut all this out. <clears throat> Marvel Zombies issue number one, written by Robert Kirkman, penciled by Sean Phillips. And I will say, I remember initially reading this back in the day and being like, man, I really hate this art style. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. But as I've matured as an artiste <laughs> myself and as uh, just like an intellectual, I'm like, damn, I really like this. Yeah. It's weird. And um, so it's, Written by Robert Kirkman of the famed Walking Dead and Invincible. Penciled by Sean Phillips. Torn from the pages of Ultimate Fantastic Four on an Earth shockingly similar to the Marvel Universes, an alien virus has mutated all of the world's greatest superheroes into flesh-eating monsters. It took them only hours to destroy life as we know it. But what happens when they run out... Well, what happens when they run out of food? (laughs) But what happens when they run out of humans to eat? Follow their search for more food and witness the arrival of the Silver Surfer. Mm -hmm. I love the Silver Surfer. That's not an obscure character that I can say I love. 
I love the Silver Surfer mainly because he's drawn by, usually drawn by less traditional superhero artists. Mm-hmm. Like All Red usually illustrates him or Phil, this guy. It, it's usually like unconventional superhero artists. And I like that because it makes him look more alien. Yeah. And that's just, that's purely why I like Silver Surfer. Because there's not a lot to him. He's a fucking naked silver dude on a surfboard <laughs> riding through. That's stupid. Yeah, it's maybe a really, that's, like, stupid Maybe that's character. why I like it. <laughs> that's maybe why I like, I like stupid characters, guys. You heard it here first. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, first, second, maybe third. Um, As I mentioned, this started in the Ultimate Universe. A virus... So it's a, an infected Fantastic Four interacts with the ultimate universe fantastic four and they have to figure out how to get them out of their earth they lock them away with the same magneto from that universe into this sort of pocket or back to where they came from magneto destroys the transportation unit machine thing and he's trapped there with them and this is that's how we're we start this series out so before we get too far into that is this after ultimatum because way before way before but how okay so how does that work if this so the this that's not the same magneto so the zombie um the zombie fantastic four are there with that universe's magneto okay okay if i remember correctly and that's the only way it works because this is way before ultimatum yeah and he looks like the old style magneto which is yeah he doesn't have because ultimate magneto wore black yeah and that's the big part of this book is that everybody's in classic costumes yeah which is one of my favorite parts this first issue one hell of a first issue Mm -hmm. and i'm and i'm trying to 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 react and review this as a first time reader and it it has been so many years since i've read this honestly yeah like i wanted to read it once we uh, talked about it with the what if show yeah but it, it has been so many years since i've read it and uh i don't remember i remember most of it but just i don't remember exactly how it was laid out and this first issue man what a hell of a way to start the series off yeah big you, it makes it seem like he's gonna survive honestly because magneto's getting mm-hmm. chased by all these heroes and magneto is the magneto is let's just be honest he's one of the main characters of the marvel universe Mm-hmm. Whether you call him a villain, whether you call him an anti-hero or, or just like a not really a villain, not really, a, you know, whatever. Yeah. Not really a hero at all. He's just sort of like a pillar in his mutant community. He's one of the staples, one of the most badass characters. And so it's like, this is the way to start out the entire world. world. In fact, you got Cap, you got who else is chasing them? Ant, Ant, Giant Actually, Man. it's Colonel America. Colonel America. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man is still Spider-Man, which I love that. I love that about Spider-Man. And we'll talk more about <laughs> like how Spider-Man he is. But um, Luke Cage, Hawkeye, you have like a whole slew of characters. Yeah, Angel, Giant Man. What's weird about this, and Thor with his makeshift hammer. Um, what's weird about this first part is, like we were talking about in the prelude, is that these guys... Like, they're still heroes, and they're still sentient, and they're having this conversation, but they seem, like, way worse. Like, it's kind of sad to hear uh, 
Spider-Man say like, hey, man, just like give up so we can eat you. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it seems Captain like America is, Captain America is also still Captain America because he's like, give up now, which is still that like sick zombie thing. But he's like, I promise yeah. we'll have a quick death and we will. And that's it. And everyone else like that's not Captain America, you know, like that noble figure is like, no, fuck that. We need him alive. It's better when he's alive. Like that's like, yeah, it's yeah. like weird, gross commentary. But Captain America is like, I need to eat you. I'm going to eat you. But I promise it'll be like painless for you. <laughs> like just yeah, you won't feel yourself yeah. dying. We're gonna kill you <laughs> either way. And so it's good to see like some of those. For me, those were like the shining moments in this entire book. Is like having them be these gross zombies, but having the the still aspects of their character. Yeah, it, it's interesting. What I like about this book, not only their classic costumes, but some of these little panels where you're seeing the group go after him like Magneto is fighting back and he shoots all this metal at these guys. There's like not only Daredevil, but like classic Cyclops, which I don't see him. I don't remember seeing him anywhere else in this book. And then this other character, what's his name? He has like the, I can only think of the Marvel legends. He wears blue. He has like a Hawk on his shirt and like the red cape that kind of goes up and then back. Mm, he's on page number i don't even have it sorry oh anyway Anyway, Um, i think it's nighthawk or something i don't know it sounds it seems like it'd be one of those character names dark hawk is the character that was in it i think maybe i don't know it's probably not dark dark hawk is like a space character that wears all blue yeah um but you start seeing things like uh, immediately he Cuts the top off of Captain America's or Colonel America's head. Yeah. Spider Man is like broke his leg, so he's just gonna rip part of it off. I mean that. Yeah, just though. complaining about it the entire time, which I thought was great. Yeah. Um, but you see that there's like this colony, and that Magneto's trying to get back to it up in space. Well, see, he does. What's what's interesting about that, and and I guess Robert Kirkman does does this really well. He does the tease very well. He's he always does it, like teasing something else. So at this point, we're following Magneto surviving, which he's obviously beat up because mm-hmm. he's struggling to survive. Because honestly, he's Magneto. He could just like rip them all apart and fly away in his mag- magnetic bubble as he does always. But yeah. he's struggling. He's and I like that aspect of it. Also, yeah, he's sidebar. just super tired um, old man. Like how how his powers are predicated on like how much he's exerting himself physically. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's a good thing that they, we don't really see a lot, but he's struggling and he does do the big thing where he's like screws and bolts and, and beams and things like that and rips them apart, but they're still chasing him. And he thinks he's the last person on this earth. He has an d- inner dialogue where he says, get it together, Magnus, you were the strongest. You were the most powerful mutant on earth. And now you're the last mutant on earth. Like you should be able to survive. If anybody should survive, you should. And he he really thinks he's the last person on this planet. He does his, he saves the Fantastic Four, sends them back to the Ultimate Universe, and sh- shuts down the machine. Mm-hmm. Like the Fantastic Four from the, the Ultimate Fantastic Four had came to terms with being in that zombie universe, but he made it to where he was like, "No, you guys live. I'll shut it down." So he had like this heroic moment, and he thought that he was the last surviving member, and then. His accolades, which are these, are acolytes, which are sort of his like 
cronies on uh, <laughs> Genosha. Yeah. He thought, which I only know them from, really from the X-Men animated series. Like, they, they wear those stupid superhero outfits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, hey, man, sorry we haven't been able to talk to, we haven't, we had a misconnection. Sorry, we're actually alive on Genosha. And he's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm fucking fighting for my life. Uh, that was an R. Kelly meme. Not, not, not I'm fine for my life. <laughs> I don't, I don't support R. Kelly in any way. That meme is just great. Um, but I, and he still has another heroic moment. They're like, "Hey, man, we'll come get you." And he's like, "Nah, I'm fucking Magneto. I'll just come up there to outer space, <laughs> like by myself. I just need a second to breathe, and then I'll be up there." And it's just like, how badass is that? But also pretty stupid because that doesn't happen. Yeah, it's sad because even that he seems like he's about to get away. It's pulls down, but then you see uh, Janet Van Dyne right there, and she she gets him. Always, it's always the wasp. Maybe yeah. that's why they did that in the, or was it was it the Ultimatum. wasp that got kept? Yeah, no, in oh. in what if was it the wasp? Was it Ant Man that got him in, in that? That got a cap? No, it was. Remember, and uh, what if the show Captain Soldier Walker. he. Chops him in half with the no, shield. but like so. Remember in the in the beginning of what if they like the heroes are going to save the day and they get off the the Quinjet and then Ant Man's like oh, tiny. Yeah, that's Ant Man. Yeah, okay. But like uh, Michael Douglas, Ant Man. Yeah. Sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. There is a book that came out in 2020 called "And Marvel Zombies Resurrection." It was sort of a new tale. Uh, Spider Man's the main character. He survives. The zombies immediately are eating Galactus, so they go. It's it's about the hero. They're, a dead Galactus is just like sort of circling Earth. Superheroes go to like check it out, and then while they check it out, they become zombies. So like the Fantastic Four becomes zombies and shit like that. Spider Man's on Earth. He saves the kid, Fantastic Four kids, Valeria and Franklin, and then it's just like a story of him surviving while saving them. Which it's an interesting story. It's cool, but it's like beating a dead horse. But you talked about Cyclops. One thing that's cool is that Forge is one of the surviving characters that's mm-hmm. in sort of like Spider-Man's group. Yeah. And he he created a makeshift gun that has zombie Cyclops' head on the end. Oh, wow. And it shoots out his optic blast. <laughs> and it just like eviscerates zombies, which I think is just like, that's cool. That is cool. Like, he, that's he's like in that. totally, totally stupid ridiculous but it's very cool and that's just sort of my tangent on that it makes sense though but while we're talking about like magneto's survival in this issue because that's really what it's all about it's cool he gets cap shield and it's just like a bunch of badass moments cap's like don't worry i got him and he's like oh you brought your shield cool and he fucking slices half his head off and he still has a shield and but then you know hawkeye is still hawkeye even though he's a zombie he still has his expert aim Hits him in the gut. That's it. once he hit him in the side. I was just like, "Ugh, yeah, sad." That's a wrap, buddy. But then he like takes the arrow out and shoots Thor in the throat, and it's just like still cool moments. He brings a whole building down on him. Brings a whole building, out and he thought he won. That's what sucks. Is you see a character that thinks that they got the upper hand, they think that they're about to win, and stupid ass boss. You see it happening. He doesn't see it, but as a, in the audience, you see Wasp fly up, get him on the neck. He's like, fuck. Yeah. Bitch. 
and that's what thing about being a zombie it's like you it, it's almost it's sad that he couldn't just fly away and become a zombie yeah. i think that's so weird like it's always like a bite an errant bite zombies are always out to eat the person they bite but the person that they bite usually gets away and that's how more zombies are made yeah 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 that's true and he's just like he's still going out like gee though he's like i hope you choke on me yeah <laughs> but that's when it gets sad because you like hulk rips off his leg that part really killed me I'm glad they didn't add like a just a scream in there as Hulk rips his leg off. Yeah, because that's uh, I didn't like that. That's when I start to freak out. I don't like dismemberment that much. Yeah, and Hulk is like, this is the first time we really see Hulk, which is weird because he's one of the strongest and one of the characters there. that seems like they, if any of the characters are going to stay as close to their alive character is going to be, it's going to be the Hulk because he's still like a monster. He's still like. The Hulk, except now he eats people. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because he's like, no, Hulk is hungriest. And yeah. he grabs his leg intending to take the entire body, but Thor is on the other side. So they're both so strong that Hulk only gets the leg. And Cat, and then just this panel, this, I love um, 12, panel, 12 panel pages. I don't know if it's 12 panels. 16 panels? Yeah, 16. it's 4 by 4 4 by 4 so 16. I love 16 panel pages. Mm-hmm. You get one really good in Invincible where he's like smashing his head over and over into Conquest. I love it. And this is just like total zombie, like perfect zombie movie scene. Yeah. It's like ripping, ripping Magneto apart. It's rough, man. It is rough. And then it's so, it's so rough that they're just like, the next scene is them just like sitting there like, oh, God damn, we're so stuffed. And it's funny because Bruce Banner... Hulk turns back into Bruce Banner when his hunger is subsided, not when he's like not angry anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, but you also see like his stomach is huge. <laughs> it's like the amount that Hulk can eat. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're not digesting anything. And even when you think about someone like they mentioned this later, but you see Daredevil and he's got a hole in him. So he did all that eating, but you know, it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Or Janet later on. She's yeah. just like, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry. And they're like, you don't have a fucking body. Like, how are you hungry? Um, but what I think is interesting is by the end of this two-panel page, or the two-page spread, it's they're like, oh, damn, I'm hungry again. Yeah. They're like, I'm still getting hungry. They just ate a whole person. <laughs> uh, also, what I think is good is like, Spider-Man is, Spider-Man will always be Spider-Man in every situation. Even in this gross situation, he's gross. He, you, you, you learn that he killed Aunt May and his wife. He ate them. We get it. They all ate people. They all eat people. But he's just like, hey, man, I really appreciate you guys throwing me some scraps because, like, I lost my leg and I couldn't be there. Mm-hmm. And Cap, Cap was like, listen, if you got anything, it was by accident. <laughs> it was. Yeah, we all blacked out over there. Uh, and then they start talking about like the the hole in the chest and like uh, how they they don't understand they themselves don't understand it because spider-man has a mild healing factor and he's like maybe if i just keep my leg on my leg it'll heal yeah if i just keep my leg connected it'll heal itself um and wolverine's like my healing factor ain't doing shit (laughs) like i'm fucking dead man (laughs) which is cool because he understands it the most because his that's his thing is like always healing and he's like no this i'm dead we're all dead which is interesting um he should be alive i thought that would be cool but yeah, even Captain America, they're talking about like the theory of his brain. And he's like, well, I don't have half of my brain. So 
it makes you wonder yeah. like this <laughs> it's some kind of cosmic energy how is he even thinking right now you know well that's why i like it that they explain it as an alien virus makes them zombies mm-hmm. instead of like a just like a man-made thing which i guess is no different really but well it just like how does it work you know it's like magic <laughs> yeah yeah i also love that peter parker peter parker is a sensitive guy he always mm-hmm. is that's his character but i love that like the Hulk, as he subsides his hunger, becomes Bruce Banner. But like as Spider-Man controls his hunger, he becomes emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, uh, and later on, you know, we'll find out that like that's the test. They're yeah. like, hey, hey, this and this. And we'll talk about it in a second. But it's like Luke Cage is sitting there with him, and uh, he says, <clears throat> Peter just sort of has this moment where he's just like what are we talking about? Like we're zombies. We should all die. And Luke Cage is like, Oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> like Peter just has this moment where he just has this existential crisis. And they're like, Hey man, we got to figure out what we're going to do. Hank Pym is like, we need to figure out what we're going to do while we're of sound mind, because as they're not hungry, they're closer to their original selves. Uh-huh. And Pete's like, I don't want to figure it out. I just want to die. And they're just like, man, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> also, Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it's just so weird that they even work as a team and all this banter is going on. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but... It doesn't make sense. And they explain later, like, if we get so hungry, we will turn on each other. And and Tony Stark says, like, hey, we should probably... It makes more sense for us to split. Like, this is weird Mm -hmm. that we're all together. Um, And Captain America agrees. One of my favorite moments of this comic book is in this issue. This is a lot that happens in this first issue. And the Hulk is like, listen, man, my... This giant bone is about to bust through my stomach. I need to turn into the Hulk so I can sort of like absorb it or just control it better. Mm-hmm. Someone pissed me off. Someone tried to eat me. Someone hit me. And Hulk or Thor just smashes him with his like, yeah. not even a cinder block, but it's just like this broken piece of the concrete in his face. <laughs> and uh, he's like, uh, and then broken, like his mouth is destroyed. It's like, it's not working. I feel no pain. Yeah, not turning, but but his face is just crushed <laughs> now. One one uh, just about you know we talk about the illustrations earlier. One thing that I find is interesting is that they're all like devoid of detail. Mostly you shadowy, yeah, yeah. You just see like teeth, individual teeth, and white eyes, and a lot of shadow. Yeah, yeah. The like, stomach breaks. The the bone breaks through. Yeah. He's, and he just talks about how he can feel it, but it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is another they... thing that, I mean, like in zombie stuff, normally they don't feel anything. So this is, this is just such a unique take on it, you know? It is. And I think as Walking Dead changed the game, this one also did. Because like DC did some zombie books after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel obviously did a lot of zombie books after this. It was obviously a hit. <laughs> Well, and then they then you have like the other books that are kind of like that, but like um, Punisher versus the Marvel Universe and Deadpool versus the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Deadpool had a, a few different ones where he killed. He had one where he killed like total zombies. Whereas like he Deadpool, which Deadpool makes sense to be alive in this world. Mm-hmm. He has an even crazier healing factor than Wolverine. Doesn't he? Have that? So what's the deal with the zombie sidebar? What's the deal with the zombie Deadpool head? Because you see that in a lot of his product shots, and when it was like the Deadpool core, there was always this zombie Deadpool head. I don't know. I think it's just from this universe. Hmm. 
And he's like, because he does fourth wall breaks, he's just totally aware of what's going on. And like him as a zombie character. Yeah. Which I hate Deadpool. Sorry if you're out there and you're like a, a bro that loves Deadpool. I hate that character so much. I'm not a huge um, man. Luke K, I just love Peter Parker's spirals in this book. I, I really do. I love Peter Parker. I love Spider-Man. He's one of my... He just is. I know some people hate him. Our friend Dustin hates Spider-Man, but Dustin hates anything that anybody else thinks is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which we um, all do to a certain degree. Yeah, but Spider-Man's cool, man. You like Spider-Man. Oh, I love Spider-Man. If you can't see me, guys, I'm punching my webcam because if Simon didn't like him, I'd end it. <laughs> it's very fragile, very fragile relationship we have. Yeah, don't say work. something I don't agree with, damn it. Next episode of the podcast, last episode. So last week, guys, Simon uh, admitted that he hated Spider-Man, so <laughs> we, had to, we had to end it. Luke Cage says, oh, man, you just see something fly by? Everyone's like, ah, shut up. I just hate that everybody's just like, I love that everyone's annoyed with everyone in yeah. this hyper stressful situation. Uh, and then you see beautiful, beautiful Silver Surfer. I love the Silver Surfer illustration. Yeah. He's so regal. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that is what I saw. Oh, shut up, stupid. That's more food. Yeah. He just looks so alien. It looks so good. Yeah, he does look really good in this book. Um I I really enjoy the illustrations. I always have. I hated them when I was younger because I was also like more traditional. I was only into traditional like superhero art. But now that I'm older, I'm just, I don't need, I need less of that. I need more unique stuff. Take it away. Issue number two, Marvel Zombies. All right. Marvel Zombies issue two on an earth inhabited by zombified versions of Marvel's greatest heroes. A ray of hope has appeared. The space born silver surfer. Still. And even a being wielding the power cosmic long survive among the denizens of this undead world. Oh, very good word. What do you think about issue number two? Knowing what happens further in the the second volume of this book, all this progression with like, okay, they kill um, Magneto and then you see Silver Surfer and you're like, oh, good, you know, whatever. But then, you know, he is kind of treating it as he would as the Herald of Galactus. He's not really paying attention to the people. Yeah, at this point, he's never met them. So it's not like a Marvel Universe where he's established as like a hero. Yeah. He's 100% still Herald of Galactus. But you only see him at the beginning before things get real dark with Giant Man, uh, Hank, because he goes back to the secret lab, opens this thing, and there is just like the the show, which where they got this from. there is T'Challa sitting there missing an arm and basically Hank Pym is using him as food, but eating but him slowly. Be- this is better than the what if show because in that it was, vi- which is, I guess it's cool. Vision feeding Wanda, whatever. Yeah. But this is better because it's like Hank Pym is using him to sort of like curb his own madness. What is he doing? Is he trying to figure out a cure? Is he trying to figure out his next step? Like there, it, it adds so much depth to the story. I guess they didn't, they couldn't do in the show, but well, and it's really me, fucked up, man. Yeah. And he's just like talking to him. He's like, listen, man, we are friends and it sucks. This sucks. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. This, uh, I just want you to know that this sucks. And that's why like, he's like, and he also says like, that's why I keep the mask on you because that's the only way I can do this. 
Mm-hmm. Which well, it, it does have these humanizing moments. But then he goes on and say, like, even if there weren't an infection, I think I would still eat people because I like it. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm going to tell you something right now, man. Like, I like the taste of flesh. That's fucking weird. Hank Pym's a fucking weirdo, though. He's but, always been a weirdo. But in, you know, in a panel over, he says, then that really terrifies me. But still, it's pretty effed up. Yeah, but he's like, I'm fucking, I'm Hank Pym, man. I'm a genius. Geniuses are weird. Mm-hmm. But in the first issue, uh, Janet gets a big chunk of Magneto. And he's like, listen, if we both shrink down, we can do this for weeks. And she's like, weeks? Share? Bitch, I'm out of here. Yeah. And buzz, she leaves. Buzz, buzz. And so now he's like, oh, I gotta go find her. But he also has a secret sash of that dark meat. <laughs> Saved it for himself. Yeah, so he like puts on a tourniquet. That's fucked up. He saws through the leg. It's just, ugh. yeah, it's very meth- it's it's weirder when it's methodical and it's not just like just zombie attacks. It's weirder when it's like very pristine. He says, "I clean these instruments every time, man. I just want you to know." Yeah, I can't get you. I can't have you getting an infection. Yeah, not because I care about you, but also because I I can't eat that that gross meat. Mm-hmm. Just so it's just gross, and it's like Black Panther wakes up at one point. He's just like, "Kill me." And he's like, shut up, man. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Yeah, after he bites the head off of Janet Van Dyne. Who, who yeah, threatens. Janet's there. Yeah, Janet's there. Uh, she and, threatens uh, to tell the rest of the crew. He backs, he smacks her, backhands her like he does in the other comic. <laughs> like the real. Damn, they really, they really, they, they will never let that go of Hank Pym. And that's why they, people wonder why they used Scott Lang instead of Hank Pym. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because... They know that the backlash, they'd be like, these keyboard warriors, not saying like the woke group because I'm part of the woke group, but like, can you believe that Hank Pym used to beat his wife? I mean, it's just as fucked up in the Ultimate Universe. More so. I think it's way worse than the Ultimate Universe because they they do some fucked up stuff to each other. Yeah. But this is is it. This is the textbook like, smack, bitch! Yeah. I'm Hank Pym! But he takes it a step farther and bites her head off. And not only bites her head off, but he's like, oh, that's gross. Spits her out and throws up. Mm-hmm. I've always liked that aspect of like zombies can't eat zombies. Yeah, it just because I mean, out. Because the, the problem would solve itself eventually. You would just have to hide until they eat themselves. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Or break down. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, what's the limit here? Yeah. Because sometimes you see zombies that are like barely surviving because they haven't eaten. But then you see... Uh, Magic, it's like man. you see like fucking bones like they're bones how are they moving yeah yeah it's it's magic magic but we also see silver surfer sort of i think it's a it's a point in silver surfer's career like that's the thing about him he was a herald of galactus but he would only go to uninhabited planets or planets that seemed like they should be gone and he's casing this world Mm-hmm. You see him like going at hyperspeed, and you see like a dead Captain Britain. You see a dead—I don't know who that is—in the middle of the jungle. I couldn't tell you either. See, it looks like maybe Doc- Craven, maybe, maybe. You see Doctor Doom. You see some other ambiguous characters. You see uh, S- Sunfire fighting Silver Samurai. That this guy right here is not—he's uh, the other Russian armor guy, not Crimson Dynamo, but. Uh, I don't know the other Russian right right guy. Kristen Dunham was the only Russian for me. Let's see. But he's surveying the planes like, damn, y'all are alive, kinda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this this place kind of sucks. <laughs> but then we also learned that it's you're led to believe that Cap and the other group are the sole surviving zombies. 
But then you realize that they're a part of a giant superhero community that are alive, which is nuts. Because I don't remember. I remember it, but like I don't remember it being this big. Because they have characters like the Vulture and Captain Marvel, Hercules. Like, I don't remember that shit. Titanium, man. But yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy to see, like, they're so hungry that they're just kind of working together at this point. And they expected, like, and everyone's like, hey, man, did you find Magneto? Everybody was on these search parties for Magneto. And it's like, they were going to share Magneto with a hundred heroes and villains? It's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently, and, and so the group, this group, you know, Cap, Thor, Daredevil, uh, Luke Cage, Spider-Man, Hulk, that that whole group, they obviously got their story straight before. They were like, oh, Magneto tripped a pipeline and it, he died. We didn't even need him. Yeah, we, didn't get a, we didn't get to eat. And Tony Stark is still a genius. <laughs> He's still a genius. And he, they're like, yo, man, he died. We didn't even get to eat him. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you didn't get to eat him? Hey, Pete. <laughs> How do you feel about Aunt May and Mary Jane? And he's like, no, existential <laughs> crisis. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that sounds right. And Luke Cage is like, motherfucker, and throws them off. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, yeah, so why is he so emotional if y'all didn't eat? Also, why is Bruce Banner here, not the Hulk? It just like dissects the entire situation. And I, I love, again, I love the pieces of their character that stays with mm-hmm. them, even though they're these zombies. And that Tony Stark is a genius. He is. But, and I like that he still has his stupid mustache because if you see, if you zoom in yeah. on this shadowy figure, he still has that I love stupid mustache Tony. <laughs> well, even, and you get like Angel, he's like, we're sorry, man. He's like, nah, it's cool. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I'm just pissed I didn't get a taste. That's what yeah. he says. <laughs> Which is so good. But then in him and Cap, I, I will always love, there's some of my, one of my best like character one of my favorite character friendships in comic books because like they walk away and they're that's where they're talking about like hey we should divide and like they are the deciding factor that people listen to and they agree that's why civil war kind of sucks so much is because they're they're two friends that make this big you know decision on fighting um but they decide like we need to split up. We need to take people like far away from each other because this is only going to get worse. We're only going to turn on each other, and even though it tastes bad, we're going to go inward. And this, mm-hmm. this is going to be a dead planet. They agree, but then Silver Surfer rolls up, looking regal, looking majestic, and he tells them, "Man, he's like, yo, listen to me. Just listen, y'all. Listen to me. I know y'all are hungry, but listen to me. This is almost over." Which is, this is the perfect ending to this world. Yeah. It legitimately ends. He's like, listen, guys, this is a shit situation. My man is hungry. My man. You guys, you guys want to be dead. Like, this is a nightmare. You will be served as food to fuel the machine, pretty much. Uh, but they are so, you know, talk, they're so blinded by like, oh, that's fucking food. Yeah. Hungry. <laughs> At this point, they're all hungry, and they're like, uh, let's get them, boys. I love these uh, these panels. Like, as he's talking to his characters, all these smaller panels to see their reactions. You see that a couple of times in these books, and I think that's really cool because you see the continuation of the yeah, was, of everything behind it. Um, yeah, it's so well done. It's, it's so well done. And again, this is something I didn't appreciate when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You have Cap, who with you know he talks about how he's still sentient, even though he's missing half his brain. But the way he talks now, 
and the way he talks with his full brain is different because in this panel, he says, what the hell is he talking about? It's just like completely different than like the understanding. Like if you die, if you submit now, you'll have a painless death. Like it's just totally different than <laughs> how he was before. And he's missing half his brain. And we learn later on that the brain actually is more important than cap thought it was mm-hmm. because Hank Pym originally is like, he, at least you have to have your brain. Cap's like, I got half my brain in my hand. What are you talking about, stupid? And he's like, well, you can live. You only use certain amounts of your, or certain parts of your brain. So technically, you're still okay. Yeah, we just fucked up your memory bank or something. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Iron Man's like, I don't know. And flaps down Simon's favorite Iron Man mask. That's Fuck, the best stupid. one, man. It's only cool because it, it's only cool because it goes up and down like a knight's mask. No, it's cool because it has horns. That's stupid. <laughs> so dumb. No. But that's the one that that's the suit that has rollerblades. Oh, well then even better. That's why that's why you like it. I'm and then they they and it's got robo nipples. After that they're like let's get them. But you have characters that are if they have their powers it's weird. You have Namor. Namor is like a Superman. Like Aquaman for, with Superman. <laughs> you have Storm. She's one of the most powerful people in the Marvel universe. You have Marvel Old school Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Super strong. Should have died a long time ago from cancer. Obviously he didn't in this. In this. Yeah, he's undead already. So. What do you have Vulture there for? I don't know why. He can fly. He can fly. I would like, to, can fly. I would like to see a panel of Black Bolt screaming and then just like sort of like peeling himself back. That'd be cool. Well, yeah. And we see something like that later. And that was a cool moment. Yeah. 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 That's uh, that's issue number two. They, they decide to attack Silver Surfer. And it goes, in my opinion beautifully we'll talk about it in a second mm-hmm. marvel zombies issue number three the star rider of the spaceways the silver surfer at war with an entire world of marvel heroes who happen to be zombies how do you defeat an army of superpowered undead even with the power cosmic there's only one way to find out and you have to read this book from 2005 <laughs> i'm gonna be I want to know what you think about this issue. Just going, I need to get back to just initial thoughts and not like full on uh, panel by panel breakdowns. But I want to start by saying, just getting mine out there. My favorite moment of this book is Wolverine trying to cut Silver Surfer. Yeah, it's it's perfect. That's and that's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, just watching like. How, because he's adamantium, he <laughs> has these strong bones, but his skin can't take it. Yeah. Adamantium is still adamantium, but he's dead. And he tries to, we'll talk about it, but he tries to cut Silver Surfer. And Silver Surfer is power cosmic. He's whatever his body consists of. He's encased in silver. But he tries to cut him and it just like peels back his his bones and his claws and it rips out of his forearm and he's just like well shit yeah that sucks and he just yeah cuts that part of his arm off yeah and lifts his claws up because he's going to use them as like in a mace type situation later mace i I don't he doesn't like mace like a swinging mace mace rapper not like the rapper not like (laughs) mace meme where he's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) take that take that um, <laughs> good thing I edit these. Um, 
<laughs> what did you think about issue? What did you think about issue number three? It's all about the fight with Silver Surfer, pretty much. Yeah, so it's one of those dark things. Well, at first, he seems like, I mean, watching him blast Iron Man in half, pop somebody else's head off, kills Nova. He's eviscerating them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's really killing it. He's getting overwhelmed, but this is a moment that reminds me of that thing I was talking about earlier when Tony gets up to him and starts biting him and it just breaks <laughs> all his teeth. His teeth just break off. Yeah, it seems like there's no way they can beat him. Like even if he even if they all bite him, it's like their their mouth is just mush at this point. It doesn't matter. But Thor does get one lucky strike on him, hits him in the head with his fake hammer which i think it's great that they use that he doesn't i'm so glad it's not mjolnir i'm yeah. so glad it's just like a fake bullshit thing that he's knows that he's not worthy anymore it's like a cement block with the <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like an iron or like a fucking cable on it yeah 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 so that's he does knock him off his surfboard though yeah that kind of that's what kind of throws things for a loop but still he's doing a great job he's... He's still eviscerating them. It's like chopping most of them in half. Hey, there's Deadpool. Um, Where? He is on, I don't know if you've got the same page, but he's, he's right. You see like Gambit and everything, and he's in the panel to the left right below that next to Scarlet. I mean, uh, Black Widow. It's like classic um, Deadpool. Oh, wow. Why even put him in that? Why? Mm -hmm. Why? But that's know. after the beautiful scene of, and this reminds me of like um, in Rise of the Imperfects. Uh, what's his name that does the art? Uh, Jai Lee. Jai Lee. It reminds me of like a way looser and rougher Jai Lee, but like mm -hmm. specifically the Wolverine chopping uh, Silver Surfer and his hand ripping apart looks like Jai Lee to me. And it, it looks great one of the best scenes in the book but yeah, it's just a tad harsher but same similar yeah, like yeah, yeah. shading it's like and a style. rough it's like a rough yeah. rough jiley um so good it might be my favorite page in the book it's a and, good one. Uh, and they do the reverse fastball special so if you're a comic book fan you know the fastball special is where a strong man lifts wolverine up because he's tiny and throws him and then wolverine somehow in one fell swoop can cut the head off of a sentinel. I, I, I like to argue that because I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> he just he should really through. just be like, he, yeah, he just cuts it off, but he really should be like a can opener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like cut it around because he has such small claws compared to, but Iron Man's like, Hey man, can you throw me? And he's like, Oh yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Have fun. You're half, a, you're half a man. And so I thought that was cool that they do the reverse. Yeah. But then you see like Gambit get, Fucking blasted through the chest. Yeah, his head is flying through the air in that Deadpool panel. Yeah. Super yeah. dead. And Hulk finally comes out. He says, I can feel the hunger starting to take over. I may be of use in this fight yet. And Spider-Man is just on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. Earlier in the issue, he runs out of web fluid finally. So this that's what I like about this story. It's like right then. It's not like they've been zombies for years. It's like uh, at the in the prologue, they say within hours or whatever they take they kill everybody on earth yeah and so so it's like oh shit i just ran out of webs <laughs> and in marvel zombies 2 he tries to use his webs and it ends up being like veins from his body oh ugh. 
Yeah, so he ends up doing like Tobey Maguire inside webs, but it ends up being like webs, like veins and gross shit from his body that he uses to swing. Yes. Yeah, they really upscale the grossness of the second one. But Hulk's back, which Hulk is, we all know, Hulk's the deciding factor. In He's this. the strongest there am. He's the strongest there am. Bizarro, one pants, too. Not Bizarro. <laughs> Solomon Grundy. He's Solomon Grundy. Yeah. He gets him. Beast. Why is Beast there? When I saw Beast, I was like, Beast is going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my stars and garters. His catchphrase. Well, and Lame. it's sad. <laughs> it's sad that he's a zombie, too. Yeah. Anyway. He's so smart. But Hulk rolls through and he says, look, man, I'm the strongest. I'm going to eat this fool. I got him. And he's holding him like a damsel. But then Silver Surfer's like, nah, you ain't going to get me. Blast him in the face. Yeah, which it's is just... another sad moment because, <laughs> I don't know. It's the beginning of the end. Yeah. Well, he blasts him and then he gets on his board and he's about to leave. Yeah, he's like, but then, party on, dude. I got to get out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> I got to catch this wave. sick yeah. wave, bro. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> These waves were way too choppy. If I will tell you right now, I'm going on record saying that I will be the biggest Silver Surfer fan, like on record in history, if he talked like that. <laughs> yeah. He's like just a surfer, bro. Like um, the dude from Justice Friends or whatever they were called from Dexter. Oh, yeah. Val, uh, Valhalla, whatever his name was. Yeah. Van, what, what is his name? Whatever his name was. If he talked like that guy. I would I would be I would get a tattoo of Silver Surfer on my body. <laughs> I would love him so much. Well ride upon my mighty axe. Yeah, if he talked like that. I'd be the he would be he would overtake Rom. And Rom is, as you know, is my favorite. But Hulk is the one that gets him. Which is weird to me that I I, I get it. But you have Cap throw a shield, you have Nova say something, Wolverine is obviously worthless, we've learned. Mm-hmm. But Hulk gets him again. And Hulk is angry, and he says, "You blasted my face. <laughs> now I'm gonna eat you." Mm-hmm. And it just so fast, you know. I don't remember it happening that fast. Me I, either, man. I really don't. It's fucked up. I hate it. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know they killed Silver Surfer. Honestly, I thought I, they. I thought. I thought they killed Galactus. I remember which, the Silver I mean, Surfer part. Um, I thought they, I thought Silver Surfer left. They killed Galactus, and it was I, in my in my head canon. It was like Silver Surfer got away, and they killed Galactus, and that's how they got the power co- cosmic. But no, they killed Silver Surfer hardcore. Yeah, bites his head right off. Yeah, and then it's just oozing co- cosmic energy, <laughs> and they're eating that shit like co- like cotton candy. Cosmic candy. Yeah, cosmic candy. Pat, hey, that's patent pending. <laughs> Wednesday pull is cosmic candy. Coming to a store near you, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Pym, earlier in the issue, uh, leaves his secret lab and he sees his friends fighting the Silver Surfer and he's like, mm, I'm going to sit this one out. I'm stuffed. <laughs> like, I'm good. <laughs> but then when they when the head gets bit, <laughs> yeah, when the, heads get, when the head gets bitten off, he goes, giant man. He's like, I'm here. I'm here to help. It's crazy how fast it goes, too, because he gets his head chewed off or whatever the body falls and by the time hank pym gets it if you look in that panel his ribs are already showing they've already ripped skin oh wow off. i didn't notice that it, it looks flat it looks like a 
Like it was just encased in a silver suit, and then the silver suit is just spread out, sort of. Mm-hmm. Kind of how I picture Captain Adam being. Like Captain Adam, sort of the same, like a silver body encased in like just energy. Yeah. But once you pop it, it's just like a skin suit, which is kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, Christopher like, Lloyd like, when, get, when he gets like run over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's flat like Christopher Lloyd when he gets run over with the steamroller. And Roger Rabbit. And Roger Rabbit. Don't, you're, don't tell me, man. I'm a Roger Rabbit fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this issue was great. Uh, but then they they eat him, and they're imbued with cosmic energy, which it, it, it gets a little weird right now because Hulk eats uh, eats his head, and he like passes out, sort of. Yeah, kind I don't of. know if it's because it's I don't know if it's because it's like too much energy to consume, or it's just like his body processing it in a different way. But Hercules, R.I.P. <laughs> the the dude bro that he is. I mean, the icon that he is. I mean, he's a I want that Hercules figure where he's like in sexy his Hercules. He's, he's a he's a sexy dude. He's like, oh shit! Hulk bit his head, but the head's still in the mouth. He just sees the energy coming out of his mouth. He's like, the head's got to be in his mouth still. I don't know in what in in real life in zombie life. I don't know why you would go to the Hulk's mouth and like pry it open. Yeah, but that's it does. A, that's such a weird panel too. It looks like he's gaping somebody. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like a <laughs> gross gaping. Yeah, we're on the same page. You're gross. <laughs> I made a Peter North reference earlier. It's okay. Um, yeah, he's like, oh, shit, the head's in there. And then Hulk just does the straight up cartoon dummy thing. Just like, <laughs> he's dead. And the Hulk has cosmic energy. Yeah. Hulk is hungry. Hulk wants more. Yeah, mostly Hulk just. Shiny head. <laughs> yeah, skull, just bone. He talks more like Solomon Grundy, which makes sense because Solomon Grundy is a zombie. Yeah. Beast. I knew. I'm going to tell you, I don't remember Beast dying. But mm-hmm. when I saw Beast show up as like prominent, because a lot of these characters are like background characters, but when Beast popped up earlier, he was like pretty prominent. I was like, yeah, he's going to die. He talks shit to, he talks shit to half-head Cap, which is, have we, we know that's not smart yet. He says, listen, man, y'all ate him. I didn't even get a bite. Oh, my stars and garters. Thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot. Quit your whining. You would have done the same. Zapped him. Sideways, yeah. sideways handgun. Yeah, but he doesn't even know. Like, it's an accident. But that's how he points at people? He was, like, pointing at him, yeah. It's got. It's one of those things that he just accidentally... He didn't... Okay, no, he didn't do it this. But there was one point where he put his hand up like this. Like, sideways guns. And this is maybe in a later issue. <laughs> But yeah, then they realize, oh shit, we got powers. Mm-hmm. Even though we're already superheroes with powers. <laughs> oh shit, we have cosmic powers now. That's that's when this, honestly, to, to get into that, that's when this book starts to fall apart for me. Because I still like it, and it's still desperate, but seeing them keep surviving and getting more powerful, it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fucked up. Well, well, that's, to me, it, it makes it more unique. As we're talking about like how this is a unique zombie story. You don't. First of all, you don't see sentient zombies, but mm-hmm. this is like there. And a lot of zombie stories are like the characters surviving, like the human characters surviving. This is more of like the zombies are surviving. <laughs> They're the survivors of this. Yeah. But it also, as you said, this is the turning point for you being like, oh god, they're still surviving. But we also next page over, Black Panther is awake, and he's hobbling over. I mean, how does he survive in this situation? 
He's got one arm, one leg. He's got zombie Janet with him as his companion because he's still holding on to the fact like this still Janet, even though he wants, she wants to eat my nipple. (laughs) I was like, he's, she's way too damn close to your skin, man. Yeah. Yeah. His his thumbs like (laughs) right there. Luckily she's just ahead. Yeah. No neck or she, he'd be done. Um, and he's talking shit to her. He's just like, listen, I'm not going to let you eat me. Yeah. Drop it. Just <laughs> like, a I'm, text. Just gonna either, I'm either going to leave you here or you're going to drop it. Yeah. She's... And then she, I mean, it was a very sympathetic moment because she's like, you don't understand this. Like, this is, I can't. This is in my head. I, I can't. I, you don't, you think I want to fucking eat you, man? <laughs> like, I don't. Not only that, but you get this where he's like, this is crazy. You are just a head. Like, eating would do you no good. It does nothing. It's obviously in your yeah, brain. It's only in your brain. She's like, yeah, you don't think I know that, man? Cut your thumb off. <laughs> yeah, just give me, give me a piece of that wean. Yeah, you don't even have your fucking leg. Give me your thumb. You're surviving without a leg? You're going to be all right without a thumb, bro. And this is where we see those badass 90s accolades show up with their stupid... <laughs> Magneto, was a, Magneto was an asshole for making them wear that. They're gold. Wear. Gold on purple. Gold and purple, dog. Because yeah. one thing Magneto likes is red and purple. That's his staple. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was kind of corny because he's like, "Where is he, monster?" Which that's how that guy talks. But how did he know that all the zombies were sentient? And they just thought that we we're just going to destroy this one zombie. I guess they're all there's like eight of them. Yeah. But the, he was he seemed surprised whenever T'Challa answered him. I have no idea, but like. Wouldn't a zombie answer you if you were if you knew to ask him? <laughs> like if you knew they were sentient and you knew that you were going if you wanted an answer. Yeah, where is Magneto? T'Challa turned around like I had no idea, and then he's just like, "Dun dun dun, yeah. you're alive." <laughs> and it's like, what were you expect? You weren't expecting to answer. Then why'd you ask that stupid ass question? It was rhetorical, man. <laughs> it was rhetorical. We know he's dead. But then you also see like uh, Iron Man was struggling because he was just a torso. But now he's like, oh, shit, I can fly without repulsors. I'm good. Well, and right before that, uh, Giant Man, when they figure out he has constant powers, he says that something along the line of let's see what these whiners taste like. Crispy fried. So oh, they eat their they eat the rest of the. Well, they they he fries Nova or no, that's Thor. Thor. He kills Thor. Wow. Thor was like a part of the main group. Wow. Yeah. Which makes sense because he's not in the story afterwards. Yeah, so he fries Thor. If you're Thor, why wouldn't you just dip out? Why wouldn't you go back to Asgard? I don't know. He loves humans. What an idiot. Which is weird that they didn't fry Peter Parker. Yeah, the Kribble. Or Cap, the half-brain dude. Or Hulk that eats the most. Yeah, but I guess they all have cosmic powers as well. So they maybe they were just like, let's fry the people that didn't eat. Yeah, they really do. They they kill a lot of people. Yeah, but we also learned that some of them survived. In the next issue, we learned that some of them, and maybe they weren't part of that group. Maybe they were just a different group. But then my boy rolls up with the G on his chest. I always love it when he has the G on his chest. Mm-hmm. It's the best. I didn't know Galactus. Like- 
<clears throat> Galactus is the most ridiculous character for him to still be like a prominent character. He's very Jack Kirby. Yeah. Very stupid. It's stupid for him to still be like a main menacing bad guy. Well, it's silly for him to look like that. Like, And he still looks exactly like he did at the beginning with a big towering stupid head, uh-huh. the G on his chest. I mean, I love it, but I like stupid stuff. So, I feel like you've gone on record saying that. I don't know if you all heard this before, but I like <laughs> terrible things. <laughs> uh, so I guess he starts, see, I didn't know about the machine, but after reading this a second time and seeing like, the stuff kind of floating around him made me realize that that's the machine he builds, I guess, to break down the planet. But you knew he had a machine. You seen the old Fantastic Four cartoon? Uh, I don't remember, man. That was the thing. He had the machine that broke down the te- like, terraformed the Earth, and he didn't eat it like Vision did. Vis Visultron. I don't remember, dog. But uh, yeah, it's a similar thing, like. He's right there, and they're like, he asks where his herald is, and they're like, uh, what, uh, the guy we ate? <laughs> that was kind of stupid. I didn't like that. It was corny. And I, I'll i take a little bit of corny. I like stupid. I don't like corny, but I'll take mm-hmm. a little bit of corny. And he says, <clears throat> he says specifically, where is my, sil- my, where is my servant, the silver surfer? And Hank Pym, the genius, says... If by Silver Surfer you mean the silver guy that flew around on a surfboard, we ate him. Why wouldn't he mean that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Those are the same. You're saying the same thing. (laughs) The Surfer of Silver. Oh, no, I wouldn't talk about him. I was talking about the other guy. Yeah. Oh, then we don't know. The Silver Skateboard. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know. I'm sorry, we missed him. He wears a helmet and elbow pads. Yeah, he's a kite surfer. The safer, the safer, the safer one. <laughs> um, but we're still hungry. And that's what I do like about this is that the hunger grows. They ate Magneto. Instantly, they were hungry. Yeah. They ate this, the power cosmic and it got all these crazy powers. You would think that that would sustain them for a little bit longer. No, they're instantly hungry. Oh, we're still hungry. What? That's it. You hunger. So, uh, issue four is me. The zombies battle with the Silver Surfer was just a schoolyard brawl compared to the threat he heralded. Will our flesh-eating undead heroes remain undead? Or will this threat from space make them even deader? No Marvel zombies should miss it. So, How How do they survive against Galaxis? I don't know. Like, the first, it opens up with him basically blasting a you know, five fingers at their ass. Yeah. You and, hunger? And it, nobody Just gets groom, hit. Yeah. Groom, <laughs> nobody gets hit, but I guess they have the power cosmic. It's not until later that they start getting taking hits. Yeah, it is weird that they're dodging it like that. Except for Luke Cage. Yeah. Like actors, man. Gets a ride down the side. Golly. Yeah, and so the first like half of this book is just Galactus eviscerating everyone, and they finally are like, "Yeah, we got to bounce. We have to leave." Mm-hmm. Which We're, is funny that he leave. just lets that happen. Yeah, he does. He just lets them leave instead of like chasing them down. The only thing that are stopping them from him eating the planet. He's like ah, whatever. 
I'll get you next time, you wascally wabbit. <laughs> I don't think I think it's weird that the Hulk turns back into Bruce Banner. I think it's weird that they established that it's once he's satisfied, he turns back into Bruce. But now it's just like a time limit because now it's just like, I haven't eaten. Or I guess maybe they did eat the power cosmic, but still. Well, he says he says that they ate, but the adrenaline from the fight was keeping him as the Hulk. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, then Hank Pym takes him to a secret lab where he's going to tell him, I got the Black Panther, man. Listen, we could get a quick snack. I need, we need to think straight to beat Galactus. Um, they see Janet's body and they're like, fuck, is that Janet's body? And like, eh, don't worry about that, man. Listen, check <laughs> this out. Opens the thing up, nothing. And yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, I killed Janet. <laughs> By the way, ignore this. Uh, I killed Janet. I'm sorry. Which I thought was funny. Yeah, her body is just like, <laughs> <laughs> All splayed out um, on the shelf. What do you think about the Acolytes situation with Black Panther? Well, it's that same thing you see in everything. Where they're like, you're a good guy, you're a good guy, let's fight. Yeah, well, um, like some people, yeah, some people in the group are like, fuck them, man, we don't need them, man. We, we, we got to share our beans. We can't share our beans, man. <laughs> um, and the, Black Panther gives zero shits about that, though. He's like, you know what? You want to fight? You want to kill me? I got one arm and one leg. You want to kill me? Here, take this. Yeah, throws Jen. My my friend's hungry. (laughs) See, that's, to me, that's fucked up. Super fucked up. I'll kill you for that. And Black Panther still beats the shit out of this other dude with one leg. Well, it doesn't beat the shit out of him, but he does kick him. (laughs) Oh. He gets enough. He does enough. Yeah, he's he survives sense. longer. He survives longer than a than a normal one legged, one armed person would. Not being an ableist, but not, this is an intense situation. <laughs> <laughs> but then Cortez, I think it's his name. Cortez. Uh, it's Frankie. Frankie, not Frankie Muniz. It's the guy from Spy Kids. Yeah, that's him. Growing yeah, yeah. up, he stops like him. him. He's, like, he's like, you know what? <laughs> I hate that dude anyways. Fuck him. This is a Black Panther, man. We're going to be better off with a Black Panther than we will with that guy that died. So uh, let's leave. And they go back to Genosha. And we got one of my other favorite scenes in the entire book is Luke Cage and Spider-Man playing cards. Yeah. He's got Luke Cage's like spinal cord showing. You, get, you got Spider-Man with the web wings, which is always good to me. And Luke Cage is like, uh, they're playing Go Fish. And then they just start talking about what's going on. And Spider-Man goes into this super deep monologue where he's like, you know, after what I did eating my wife and my aunt, you know, I just, I just don't want to change like all this, like super deep depressing monologue. And Luke Cage is like, damn man, forget I asked. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why. I don't know why I asked you. I just love that they're portraying Pete as this like hyper emotional character because he really is. Yeah. It's so great that he's the hell he holds on to that though. And that's really the mo- one of the most depressing things about this book is that he did eat his aunt and, and wife. Mm-hmm. Do they get into that in that ultimate book? I remember you saying uh, something. They get into it in Civil War Two. Or in in Marvel Zombies Two is sort of like a Civil War type thing. Uh where some of the zombies 
because you know, as spoiler alert, you know, Janet gets cured ish. Mm-hmm. They learn how to curb this uh, virus, and then so you have sort of a split dynamic between them, and then they kind of go into a history of some of the characters when they first got infected, and, and you see Spider Man go into the when it's all going down. Spider-Man goes home to check on his family, but then Spider-Man is infected and then he starts eating his family. He's just like, he's like crying. It's like crazy depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Captain America finds sheets of vibranium. This is convenient, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I found these sheets of vibranium, but they also made it seem like Cap was on a mission to find some of this stuff. Well, yeah, they were flying around. So he flew to Wakanda. Yeah, and then what was this? Hold on, I need to, I need to ask you. Um, Bruce says, "Oh God, I can feel the hunger taking over." Which Tony needs him to be Bruce because he needs to figure out how to mill this machine. Uh huh. Um, but then he reaches inside his body and pulls out something that's alive. <laughs> yeah. So basically, he had a hole in his stomach, and he ate whatever he ate before. Was still was still there, so he pulls it back out and eats it again. Oh my god! Oh geez, when did you start doing that? And then they break it down, and yeah, that's the <laughs> and Colonel is our uh, Captain America. Basically, he's like, "I'm gonna do that. That's a great yeah, idea." Give me a knife. Yeah, give me a knife. We'll do that right now. Uh, but then they're like, "We don't have time. We built this hyper ultimate nullifier machine." They Plus, do. They that's... also explain that uh, they have acid in their body that breaks down the food yeah but then hulk hulk is so big and he consumes so much that it it makes more sense for him to have a little bit of leftover yeah well and yeah and when he shrunk down it was protruding (laughs) yeah sorry that came from deep below (laughs) i saw venom and i just i did my best yeah (laughs) that was one character that i was like why is he a zombie yeah even if i feel like even if eddie brock died i feel like they're two separate characters. Well, he does kind of explain that a little bit, but kind of, yeah, kind of. Uh, Stiltman's there. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited still, for a little bit. I'm excited for a little bit. So they're like, okay, we built this ultimate nullifier, just Galactus destroying machine. Uh, let's do it. But then they go outside, and the quote unquote cavalry is there, which is like a Sinister Six, mm-hmm. kind of plus Nazi Red Skull and. Uh, uh, Super Scroll. Super Scroll, yeah. Yeah. Juggernaut. And Stiltman. I don't think yeah, I don't think Stiltman was ever on Sinister Six. He wasn't Sinister Six foot. Out of his pay grade. But like Galactus is also like really terrible at his ultimate beams of cosmic energy because he's just shooting them into the ether, but everyone's underneath. Like as long as they're underneath it, they can punch his legs. <laughs> yeah, it's like a cool scene, but not very yeah. practical. He's like, I've never done this before. I've never had to fight anybody. <laughs> oh, can you guys stand still, please? <laughs> it makes sense. It'd be kind of cool if he had like, if he was more like a living, almost like a Unicron, where he had like turrets and shit. He was like a living planet or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. That would be like, kind of not actual control over his appendages, but like they just kind of work as like a self defense thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're just like, damn. More like who invited them to dinner? Hank Pym is the Hank Pym will always be the most evil person in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Hank Pym is like one hundred percent going to look out for himself. 
in every situation. Yeah. He's terrible. Um, um, and then we get a flashback Marquette. back to Genosha. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. We see some nerds there, and uh, they're like, oh, shit, you brought a head. And he's like, yeah, man, she's my friend, though, bitch. <laughs> but then, like, you see some some jungle fever. I don't know if that's PC. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. She instantly is like, I'm happy. I'd be happy to show him his room. Yeah, it's it's very insinuated. And we learn it's, uh, you know, they, they do it. And what? But Cortez, Cortez is very official. Like, there's only 12 people surviving. Um, introduce yourself to all of them. Sadie. Introduce, <laughs> she looks like Sadie. Introduce <laughs> him to everyone. She's like, I'd be happy to. I do declare. I do declare I've already had sex with everybody. I guess one more penis yeah. won't hurt. Yeah, he's like, oh, a black one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Listen, uh, this broomstick is terrible. How can I get around better? Wait, is he talking about yeah. his penis or is he talking about the... <laughs> yes, yeah. I can't walk off this penis all day. Hard! <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys got a wheelchair or something? coincidence again forge hey man uh i don't know if you know about robot legs but i got one <laughs> i got you i'm one of the 12 baby you got lucky i do um, love that this with keeping with their old costumes like he has the fringe on his leather boots like the native american <laughs> yeah i do love that too forge is cool he also used to bang storm so what else hey man and black panther was married to storm what a twist. Squish Brothers. What's the word? What's the word? Eskimo Brothers? <laughs> they got to work together. I love how stupid this Galactus <laughs> defeating machine is. It looks like a bomb. It, look, it looks dumb. Yeah. And I, at first I was like, why would they build a machine that they all had to touch? And uh, it looks like it only fires upward. <laughs> like, Yeah, I was like, why would they build a machine that they, they... The only way that would work is if they all had to touch. But then I realized, like... They all have cosmic energy, and they had to use all the cosmic energy to blast it. Still, man, still there, fully extended. Mm, I don't know. The, I don't know the. I don't know his height, but me too. He's, he seems distinct, the, the same. You know what's funny is this device looks like the end of Batman and Robin, like the telescope that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Shield. <laughs> they put the diamond in. Yeah, and they have to blast it. Uh, but you also see Mole Man down there, Egghead, Sabretooth. Moment. Bullseye. Super scroll. Why Super Scroll there? Like, is that just bad timing? You were just on Earth when the alien virus hit? Like, why are you even there? Sounds like it. Maybe he was in he's prison. Just like, he's just like, you know what? I'm coming to Earth on Tuesday to take over. And it's just like, shit. oh shit, you guys are infected. You guys are yeah. infected with the virus. Shit. Tuesday is <laughs> a bad day. Motherfucker. That's it. That's issue number uh, four, I think. Yep. That's me, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's take it away. Marvel Zombies issue number five. Is it wedding bells or an undead extravaganza? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. The world-devouring Galactus makes his way to Earth. He's already there. What is the synopsis? To discover the dormant life form is Marvel Zombies. Can the zombies defend their world against the Big G? I'm going to start calling that from now on. The Big G. Or, or will they meet their end in a planet-wide conflagration? Mm. I read that right. That, that, was, a, that was a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> I 
this this book moves really fast. We broke we've talked about it like in depth, but this book moves really fast. Uh, yeah. Now that they want to fight the Sinister Six, they blast Galactus and they they think they kill him. They hit him twice, and he's falling. Yeah, they basically crack his armor. And so he's down. Get him. It's what Doctor Doom says, which I would feel like if Doctor Doom Doctor Doom should be more coherent than everyone else because he's Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. He should be like the last of the zombies to be like full feral mode. Well, he doesn't even have a head. He's just teeth and eyes. Yeah. But everyone else is like, we could live off him for years. I want the eyeballs and everyone. And then the the Marvel Zombies Avengers is what I would call them. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, we killed them. Y'all ain't getting shit. Y'all weren't doing nothing before we showed up. And this is where Cap is, uh, yeah. Mole Man's like, <laughs> Mole Man's like, we deserve a taste. You're going to have to fight us for it. And Cap's like, shit. Bitch it does the sideways sideways gun like a thumb out and everything. It's interesting how they drew that too. It's, yeah. Shit, bitch, with pleasure. And they had to have Luke Cage in there to make it okay. <laughs> and don't worry, I have black friends. Yeah. And then blast his head blast his head off. And they have this cool this cool spread, like superhero spread of them going up against each other. I did a full spread. It's my concho. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Red Skull's there, purely for the Captain America aspect. Um, Venom, which I thought was weird. I like I liked the way that Otto looked, Doctor Octopus, because he was just like even his extra arms were ripped off. Although that was weird. he only has three arms. <laughs> well, he gets blasted. That's when he gets blasted by their device. I was looking at that earlier. Yeah, he has two arms left. Well. One human arm and two mechanical arms, but when they shoot uh-huh. the second beam, they kill uh, rep, uh, Lizard, and then they blow off two of his arms. Yeah. Or three, I guess. R.I.P. R.I.P. arms. And then you have, like, hardcore gross Luke Cage with his ribs showing. You know, black people, I like that. they love their ribs. <laughs> Venom says, what a joy it will be to get one last chance to kill you, Parker. And Pete says, I think it'll be, I think it's a safe bet that you aren't going to succeed, succeed this time, Brock. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was weird that Eddie Brock is dead. And like Venom is a zombie that's, I, I thought that was weird because it's two of them. So he does kind of explain it, but Venom misses the first strike or he hits him. It doesn't really matter. But then Spidey, Spidey turns around and blasts his ass through the chest. Yeah. That's a yeah. weird, it is a weird exchange. He scrapes him, but he probably hits him. It shows a little bit of a shadowy accent. But then he says, you're usually more agile than that, Venom. What gives? And he says, symbiote already dying. I was no longer a suitable host. So, Eddie's dead already? I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, he's like a zombie. And yeah. I guess because he's dead, the symbiote oh, can't yeah. feed on him anymore. So the symbiote is dying because he is a zombie. Mm-hmm. That's kind of depressing. And then he just dies. <laughs> You're breaking my cold heart, Eddie. He dies. Damn, Spider-Man's kind of a dick, man. Mm-hmm. Bitch. I was interested in seeing how this Wolverine Juggernaut was going to go. Because Juggernaut is unstoppable. That's his thing. That's his power. Yeah. He's the unstoppable Juggernaut. But it was cool. It was cool. 
He busts his mouth open, breaks his teeth, and he says, oh, also I have cosmic power, and explodes his head off. I thought that was fucking perfect. Yeah. Just pops in. It's like a pressure cook his head. His head <laughs> shoots then off. Then he calls him, jerk. What a, great, what a great line. That's a, that, I mean, that's classic Wolverine. Say jerk and not classic, classic. Classic Wolverine. Red Skull and Captain America caps fucking Red Skull up. And he even says, like, you, we, I beat you up when we were fucking regular people. Why'd you, why are you here? Chops his arm off. But then Red Skull grabs the rest of his brain out of his head. And uh, Cap thought that he could stay alive without his brain. He was wrong. Because yeah. he just fucking just conks out. <laughs> I didn't. Re- uh, I guess I didn't realize that at first. But yeah, I, like just seeing that look in his face. He's, he's, he's out. That's it. He's dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spider-Man freaks out. Chops off Red Skull's head. But Red Skull is still alive. And he said it was so worth it. And then Giant Man steps on his head. <laughs> But they're just eviscerating the Sinister Stick because they have comic, they have cosmic powers. They're just blasting through them. Green Goblin has my favorite Goblin Glider, mm-hmm. but he also gets blasted through the chest. Yeah, that's mine too. It looks like the old Batmobile. <laughs> you know? It's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid, but I love it. Just like a model rocket with two wings on the side of it. <laughs> yeah, the older ones he has like a, just a handle right there on this tube. <laughs> with wings it just happens to work Galactus isn't dead though holy crap he's still alive Spidey says uh, not for long Hank Pym then they just go to town on another 16 panel page feels very similar to the first one where they changed a few of the panels out yeah, it's, and this one, it's crazy because they start ripping into his body and it doesn't look like he has skin like he's just innards which is weird. Like Galactus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Galactus just looks like he's a can of beef. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, encased. Yeah, it's like an encased meat sack. Yeah, mm. they go to town on him, and then we time jump. Yeah. Is that drawing at all to you? Yes. Yeah, but because I mean, I guess now, how long is he? Gonna, I mean, like they said, they could be eating him for a long time. So, Black Panther has a. I don't. I will say this. This is one thing I, I, the artworks for the zombies, the artworks for the gore and things like that. The art doesn't work for the tech technological pieces. Hmm. Yeah. Um, like Black Panther's leg and arm, they look stupid to me. Mm, yeah. I don't, I, just, I, mean, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. He also has a baby now with Tabitha or whatever her name is. <laughs> What's five name? years later. I feel like her <laughs> name is Brittany. <laughs> I have no idea what it is, but it's five years later, and apparently they thought it was safe to bring this the future of human society to Earth, where the zombies are. That's fine. We were safe on Asteroid M, but let's... Oh, there's another Earth. chick right there. I'm sorry, I was I had an internal monologue. I was like, damn. In real life, they'd all be banging her, trying to make as many babies as possible. Now they have two options. So they all... Eventually, they'll still all be related, though. Right. Yeah, but I mean... Because there's only so much mixing, just like in the real world. Yeah, in the real world. We're all related, baby boy. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying. It ain't Adam and Steve. I'm just kidding. That was a total joke. I don't want anybody (laughs) to be pissed off. But it also, like, the mech suit that Janet's in, 
I hate it. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Metropolis, and I, I feel like that's what they were going for. I hate it. Everything here is like very old school technology. I just hate how round it is. Like the legs. I, I think it's mainly the legs. Not I mean, sure how round this. decided to give her breasts. <laughs> because why not? We all got to fuck something, man. We are. <laughs> those are the chicks that have babies. They're not letting Herman the nerd have sex with the baby chicks, even though they probably should because he has a big brain. Mm-hmm. But no, he's fucking zombie Janet. <laughs> and like, are they? Did just... they find a cure for her, or is this, are they just like, what are they doing? They don't really explain it. Yeah, I don't know. They have a Futurama head, which is it seems like that's going to be the future because numerous outlets use that version of like keeping heads in vats. Yeah, and it does. I mean. Even here, so they talk about cures several times in this, but there's no cure that's going to bring your body back. What? Oh, that's another thing. I remember a reference where they're chopping up all these people, and then when they turn back into humans, they're all just dead humans. Oh, that's on yeah. uh, South Park. South Park, mm-hmm. when they get turned into zombies and they find the cure, they're all just dead. Um, so there's no real yeah, but cure. Janet, yeah, Janet's this hypersexualized robot from the future with a vat head. Yeah, look at those curves. Why? In all the right places. It's because that guy's a pervert. And then we go to some weird, obscure aliens. I would appreciate it if they did um, <clears throat> noticeable aliens. Give me the brood. Give me something that I notice. These kind of look like these the brood. Are, these look like fucking aliens from aliens. Mm, yeah. They're, they're long heads. They got them long dickheads. But then my boys roll up. It's feeding time. Why, why are they wearing Galactus armor? Because they get it, man. They got it. Because it looks cool. They got it. <laughs> they got it when they ate him. It does look cool. It does look cool. But one of the reasons why I love this series, <laughs> or I like it as much as I do, is because of like all this old school, like every ridiculous, yeah, yeah, the '90s and and '70s and all these old costumes. We gotta read two sometimes. Maybe we'll do like a follow up series for Patreon where we read like volume two of books. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. That's... Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. That's it. That's the book. So overall, what'd you think of Marvel Zombies after reading it? Probably you probably haven't read it in ten fifteen years. Yeah, it's been a while. Same. Uh, so I do like the book, but there's something about I'm always. Like in zombie movies in general, whatever. I'm always saddened when like big good heroes like this turn so terrible and like you know, they can't control themselves and they just sink into basically being evil because they can't control themselves. Yeah. And that's why I like Peter Parker so much in this, because he's still like he's like it and the it preys into like the hunger of being this uncontrollable thing virus in his brain mm-hmm. where it's like you know and we all have these like lizard brain moments where we like do things that we know we're not supposed to but it, and that's what it is but like an amplified version of that where he has to eat people yeah and once he does that lizard brain moment then he's just like oh my god what did i just do i'm still you know me well and i think that's what makes it so unique about this story that's one thing they get into earlier that we didn't touch on is the reason somebody asked why he still wears the mask because it doesn't matter. Yeah. And he says, I do it because like, you know, I can't face myself 
I can't face face if I were to see my own face in the mirror. Yeah, and he's he even says in like the first issue, like I think we should kill ourselves. I think we should die. That's my plan. And everyone's like, "Oh, shut up! We're zombies. We like eating stuff." Yeah, why wouldn't you know? Kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, also like they're the last people on Earth, so now they're just like hunting for scraps. At one point, they're like, "But there got there has to be pockets of survivors that we can roam the streets and just like." What a crazy way to live. Because again, this is the first time I feel like, in my opinion, is the first time, and I want to say the only time that we've gotten sentient zombies. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know a lot of stories outside of this that where it's like fully sentient zombies. Yeah, I can't think of any. And I think that's where they, they hit the nail on the head. Because we did get, years later, we got DC's, which was supposed to be like DC's um, Marvel zombies, but it was it was original in its own thing because it was like a technology virus or whatever, like you got from so, your phone or social media is evil or whatever. <laughs> but they weren't sentient like these guys. It's like slightly humorous but depressing. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So that's I, mean, I think we're on the same page of the book. What do you think about the art? I thought it, I mean, overall, I I like it. I think it really works. And it's a really dark take on, you know, like I've been talking about the classic costumes that are normally really colorful and garish. And then, you know, you get in this really dark tones and it's all bloody and torn up. And yeah. Yeah. It really helps because I didn't even think about it. I didn't think about a lot of this until you mentioned it. I will say that originally when I read it back in 2005, I wasn't a fan of the art. I like joe mad i like you know the traditional not traditional but like more of superhero styled art Mm -hmm. you know like old school spidey stuff like that and so this was a little bit jarring back in the day but now as i've like expanded with like a bunch of random artists that have so many different styles i'm just like man i really love it and it does really fit and things that i didn't notice until you brought it up it's like the shadows on the face. You never see a distinct face from zombies. Like, yes, we see um, T'Challa's face. Even though he's wearing a mask, you see his face very distinctly. All the acolytes, you see all their faces very distinctly. And Magneto's face. I don't know if I said that. I think I did. Yeah. But all the zombies, they're all shadowy, just eyes and teeth. I, did, I didn't notice that until you said that. And I feel like them using the classic suits really amplified the book. If they would have did like a modern take on this, I feel like it would have been a discredit. I feel like using like classic Luke Cage, classic Magneto, like these things really, really played a huge part in these, in this book. And I don't think I noticed that until you mentioned it. Very cool. I liked it a lot. I love, I think it works. I think it worked really well. I don't think it works for every book. I don't think this is something that I would like for like a regular story. Right. Um, but it definitely worked for this. There's something there. Well, you know, going back to the classic suits, I don't know. It's just something you know that it's not in a reality that we're familiar with. Yeah. That's another thing. And, you know, I I do like gore. I think Invincible is one of my favorite books. And you think about the gore and that is different. Like the gore in Invincible is very detailed guts. 
Like when someone gets ripped apart, it's very detailed. Like you see every piece of it. Yeah. And this, it was more stylized. Like his brain, Captain America's brain wasn't like a detailed brain. It was, it was like just a, mush. It was like fucking mush. And I think it played a lot into it. I, I feel like Robert Kirkman's, ah, damn, I don't want to give him as much credit as, as I'm going to, but I feel like he knows what he's doing when it comes to that sort of genre. Mm-hmm. He did create Walking Dead. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, no. <laughs> but like to do Walking Dead and like to to be like Marvel, hey, you know, Marvel hit him like, hey, man, you know, you did this Walking Dead thing, but uh, we want you to do something like that here. But we want it to be different. Like that's a big task. Yeah. To like do it successfully. Before we go into like why it was successful, I'm a cover buyer. There's been nor- numerous books where I've just bought off the cover alone. Mm-hmm. I like art. And for me, like buying a piece of like, I like buying, art. <laughs> I, I like art. And I like put on my monocle. <laughs> I like art. I can appreciate nice, fine art. Yeah. But like, that's my thing is like buying the, the covers that I like because of the art. And so this book, 100% every single cover is a home run. Mm-hmm. That helps. It helps. And then like getting to the, and we've talked about it numerous times before where it's like, you buy a, a cover and then the interior art sucks and the book sucks and it's just like disappointing. But you buy you buy a great cover, the book's good. It's just like a win-win. It's mm-hmm. like the perfect mix. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. So um, let's grade this shit. <laughs> that was nice. What happened? <laughs> what happened? You want me to go first? Did I go first last time? I feel like I go first every time. You do. <laughs> I'm never prepared. I can go. It doesn't matter. Um, I will go. I'll go. I'll do it. I'll go. I'm going to give this. <laughs> I'm going to give it... Um, after eating it the second time, I mean... I'm going to give it like an F2. I, I think it's a really great book. I think the artwork holds up really well. It's just so damn sad. It like really depresses me. Yeah. 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 That makes sense for you. <laughs> That's not an insult. I just, I, I, that does make sense for you. Um, I'm going to try to edit out those, <laughs> those, cl- those clicks. <laughs> Oh, um, I'm not clicking. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's why I do like a dramatic pause. I'm just like thinking of me editing. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give it, that does make sense for you. I'm going to give it a G3. 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 I honestly knew what I was getting into when I read it. Mm-hmm. I did. And uh, I was, I, I enjoyed it for me to enjoy a book. 15 years after i read it the first time it that's cool yeah and to read a book and i'm just like oh now i appreciate the art more than i did originally and i still like the story that that's a big deal to me so um it was sad and it but to me that's that's sort of the beauty in it is like seeing these i've mentioned it numerous times in the review is that seeing these characteristics of some of these characters still stand out is amazing to me yeah, and I kind of very very hard to do. I kind of wish. Sorry for all the freaking. Uh, 
I wish that the those sh- uh, shown through a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I I think that I would like to have seen some of the characteristics, you know. Yeah, it was really just more. Pete for me. Then, yeah, because I'm a Spider-Man fan, it was really like his back and forth. But like the rest of the characters didn't have a lot. Like Logan, Wolverine didn't really have any character. Like a lot of the characters, Thor didn't even talk. I don't think. Yeah, he gets caught in the throat. He says like one thing. Yeah, Hulk was kind of cool, but it was also it was Hulk and Wolverine or Hulk and Spider Man might have like the most character that like related to their old characters than anyone else. Yeah, I don't know. There it is, folks. You had it. You reviewed it. Um, we reviewed it. Yeah. Let us know what you thought. Spooky season's over. Spooky season is over. Enjoy your Brandon. Halloween. I'm glad that we read that. I, I at first I was like, I don't want to read that again. When you when you recommended it, I was like, I don't want to fucking read that. Cool, man. But I'm really glad I'm really <laughs> glad we did. I don't want to fucking <laughs> read that shit. I didn't say the F word, but I mean I'm really glad we did. That's it. If you guys want to find us outside of the podcast, go to our website, <laughs> Wednesdaypool.com. I live in Wichita Falls. Lex lives in Austin. Come <laughs> our address is <laughs> Yeah, come find us. <laughs> <laughs> Go to our website, WednesdayPool.com. Literally, if you just poke around in there, you'll find us everywhere else. But, Simon, where are you at doing your art thing on the socials? Let uh, us know. Yeah, so you can find... I'm working on my website right now uh, to where you can purchase prints. But uh, you can find me on Instagram at Simeon Toast, Simon Toast. Um, and, yeah, here. So... Don't forget to uh, subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts because that's going to help us out. Yeah. So I'm going to let you guys know sort of a – I set these arbitrary goalpost marks for our podcast. I want to have 200 reviews, hopefully five-star reviews, before March of 2022. I really went heavy on the drama for 2022. <laughs> but I want to have 200 reviews, relatively positive, above four, before March 2022. And maybe not this week, but we're working on sort of doing a giveaway, like random giveaway comic book stuff, maybe a shirt, maybe a hat. Some people have hit me up about like, hey, how do I get the hat? And only Simon and I have these hats. So Lots of people have hit us. And I say lots, you know, people say like lots of people, but legitimately lots of people hit me up about the hats. And maybe we'll just do like a whole gift bag, random gift bag, comic books, some stickers, a whole grab bag for uh, people that review. And we'll do like a random giveaway. Maybe we'll do it every month. Yeah. You know, that's that's up. With holes in them. Some pictures of Simon's feet, some feet pics. Maybe (laughs) one one of my feet, one of Simon's feet. Like we'll just do a whole thing. So... We'll work that out for next episode. We really will. I, I'll plan it out. But we just we just need some reviews. Don't ask why. Mind your own business, stupid. <laughs> but check our website out. You can find all our stuff. Definitely, once Simon gets his website going, I feel like Simon's going to get really famous in his art. He's going to be like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't need this podcast anymore. And then I'm just going to be by myself. If I got famous enough to where I could support myself, I would work on the podcast only and then do art. <laughs> That's the goal, folks. So, sign up for our Patreon. 
<laughs> if you're around, we're going to give a PS5 away one day. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. One that day. Was a joke. One day. The pre-show. <laughs> the pre-show that we had. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're circling the drain big time. Oh. We'll see you guys. We'll see you guys next time. That's the sound of a drain circling. <laughs> I try, I, I, we'll see you guys next time.